What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast, coming to you live from Westside Collector Car Storage in Playa Vista, California. This episode is brought to you by Innova. You ever wonder what that check engine light's trying to tell you? Some people, they try to cover it up. They unplug it, put tape over it, or just dismiss it as an unsolved mystery. With Innova, you can easily identify both the problem and what it takes to fix it. It's like having a personal mechanic in your pocket. Step one is to scan. You identify the problem. That's easy. Connect the Innova OBD2 diagnostic tool. Use features like hotkeys and the patented all-in-one display. You scan your vehicle's onboard computers to detect for any malfunctions. Step two, you verify. By pairing your tool with Innova's all-new Repair Solutions 2 mobile app, you have free access to over 60 million fixed solutions that are verified for accuracy by real ASE certified technicians. Step three, you fix it. It doesn't stop there, folks. Repair Solutions 2 is the complete solution. In the app, you'll find trouble troubleshooting information, and even be able to order the right parts for the job. And if you still have questions, Anova's USA-based customer support team is always able to help six days a week from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Anova tools speak your car's language so you don't have to. You can buy Anova tools at all major automotive retailers, Amazon, and Anova.com. And if you go to Anova.com, you can use code TST at checkout to get 20% off your entire order and and free shipping. That's code TST to get a 20% off discount off your entire order plus free shipping. Innova Electronics, find the problem and fix the problem. 20% off with code TST at Innova, I-N-N-O-V-A dot com. We are also brought to you by Off the Record. Guys, it is important to have an attorney ready for when you get a ticket, not if, when. You're going to get one. It's going to happen. If you're listening to this show and you don't get a ticket, honestly, probably something is wrong. It's just going to happen. So you want to have off the record on your phone, in your pocket, right? Off the Record helps pair you with a qualified attorney in almost any jurisdiction you need in the United States of America. It covers like 90 to 95% of the population of, the, of America. They pair you with a qualified attorney, and guys, y- you can't have this kind of help without Off the Record because they have it set up. Like, you could be in a state that's like four states away from where you are. Even if your brother is a lawyer or your sister or you have a great lawyer at home that you love, that doesn't guarantee that you get a ticket in that lawyer's jurisdiction. This is an economic ecosystem, and it's going to eat you alive if you don't fight back. Always fight your tickets at offtherecord.com slash TST or by using code TST10 and the Off The Record app for iOS and Android. That's offtherecord.com slash TST. TST, you want to always fight your tickets. Okay, on this episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast, we got a two for one. Mike Musto, virtual guest. Christian James Hand, in studio. One works for Hemmings and has written and talked about cars for basically his entire life. One is the best radio DJ I have ever met and the most interesting music uh, aficionado that I know. What do these people have in common? 
Well, believe it or not, we learned at my wedding last year that they went to high school together. That's right. Mike Musto and Christian James Hand went to high school together in Port Jefferson, Long Island. So here they are, one in studio and one remote. Mike Musto of Hemmings and Christian James Hand, the host of The Session On Air. Hey everyone, this is Zach. A quick note about the audio in today's show. Musto was calling in and his AirPods died after like 20 minutes. So he went and got different headphones to plug into his phone, but something was up with it. I don't know if the microphone is bad on that set of headphones or his connection wasn't right or it was plugged in weird or something was wrong. So the audio on the call was okay, but in the finished file, it was really, really quiet. So I went through the whole episode and bumped his audio up everywhere I could, but there will be a few times where he either gets a little loud or a little quiet because we were talking at the same time. So it's not gonna sound as buttery smooth as you've gotten used to. I apologize for that. We did the best we could. Now enjoy this hilarious, hilarious, amazing episode with Christian James Hand and Mike Musto. Motherfuckers, hello. More, more radio today. We are, we are cruising right along with, uh, we just did uh, two hours of musical breakdowns with my friend Christian James Hand, who is sitting in because he went to fucking Port Jefferson High School with our other guest, Mike doing? Musto. Mike Musto. That's true. Small is, that's motherfucking world. That's got to be one of the weirdest relationships ever right there. <laughs> it, the, my, so my favorite part of the whole thing is that I kept seeing all you dudes, because I never saw a photo of him really. I just saw you like tagging that you were with Musto or Mike Musto this or blah, 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 blah. And I was like, there's no way it's the same fucking Mike Musto, except they're <laughs> That's not really, it's not like John Smith. Yeah. You know? Right. So I was like, it can't be the same Mike Musto. And then when we found out that it was the same Mike Musto, was it your wedding? Yeah. yeah. When Musto walks up and he's like, Christian fucking hand. And I'm like, this is not possible. It's beautiful. <laughs> it beautiful. was very beautiful. The stars yeah, aligned. Nice. Yeah, man. We grew up in an amazing fucking town. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Was a great time. Loved it. That was good. It was like living that a. I tell people it was like living a Ferris Bueller. I mean, a a John Hughes movie. No, that there, there is Hughes. a movie. Yeah. Mike, what's the fucking movie that with the Grand National? Was it called Cruise or something? That was Cruise. That was yeah. Like, that movie came out like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Was it really that, <laughs> set? That was filmed on Queens Boulevard. Of course. And Franny Lou. Right. And, and it was about Lewis. the protagonist yeah. drove a Grand National. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And his his like. His buddy drove an IROC. It was Emily, what's her name? Radikowski yeah, yeah, in yeah, it, yeah, actually. Yeah. It was, uh, I remember. It was, uh, it was an okay movie, you, actually. Because oh, you're from, from, so do you remember in uh, Port, in White Plains or Port Chester, there was a, a, I don't know if you ever saw this, there was the yellow IROC that was driving around that had I rock and roll painted on the back. <laughs> on the you know, I mean, uh, dude, it was extraordinary, there, no, dude. There were some amazing, I had a buddy, so I used to work at this deli and I had a buddy that had, he had a teal IROC and the windshield banner on top said teal appeal on it. I'm sorry, what? Teal <laughs> appeal? The, the, it said teal appeal on Why? the windshield banner. That, that was, was the great, it was like it the was, thing about the IROC was it, it allowed so you to have no class whatsoever yeah. in any and the way the I rock and roll was hand painted on <laughs> the back appeal. teal appeal is extraordinary <laughs> dude the best thing the best about thing an I rock oh, no. oh no the utter lack of utter self-awareness, lack of self-awareness takes, takes to drive one yes, yes. that's was, happened in my headphones, in my headphones Zach. Zach is that our whole feed we're getting echo I feel like Mike's speakers started playing or something you think his earbuds just died yeah did we just witness we just the death, witness of, your the death of your airbuds? Oh no. <laughs> Must- 
Yep. They yeah. really did the start. <laughs> I mean, I thought you'd get like seven, eight minutes into the show. Jesus Christ. The thing is, he can't can even hear us. Musto? Mute, mute Musto. Uh, you can hear us. Hang on. Musto, go get other headphones. What's the international sign language? For What's the sign other? for okay. headphones? I muted Musto. Headphones. So that... Audazy, go get headphones. Yes. But there you He's go. He's got headphones. There you go. Maybe. We'll see. Jesus, mother Man. I'll tell you what. It's, it's that kind of Friday, clearly. If you, IROC, speaking of IROC, are having a resurgence. People like Detroit Speed are building IROC. They were a few years Great. behind the Fox Bodies. The Fox Bodies were there first. You're welcome. But uh, the, the IROC are a little bit behind. But, I mean, the, the joke wrote its, writes itself, right? What do you drive? I rock. No, you don't. That's the whole. Th- I mean, it's very easy. Very well, you easy know what joke. the? Uh, do you know what I rock stood for on Long Island? Oh, I loved. Uh, <laughs> is it racist? It's not racist. No. It's just Italians. Not, it's Italians, Italians racing. No, nope. no. <laughs> Italians it's so close. Running over children. <laughs> I, oh, that's close. That's good, but it's not quite there yet. It's it definitely is Italians. Italians right, running right. Nope. over. No, nope. it's not running over. No, nope. no, nope. no. Nope. That's a missed opportunity. <laughs> Italians. It's Italian retard out cruising. Oh, yeah. No, I did know that one. I actually did know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was the... <laughs> but now we can't say that anymore. No, so no. now it's Italians, Italians running, running over, over children. children. Yeah, I yeah, think it's yeah. better. That's like the yeah. radio edit of that, that fact, particular... Now that I think about the yellow IROC that had I rock and roll painted across the bottom, it was like the top bit of the, the trunk lid. Right. I believe that it was flanked on either side by Italian flags that were in blowing in the breeze. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like painted on? Yes, or, painted. Or like, no, okay, not like dictator flag. <laughs> that would okay. have been even better. That would have been really the ideal. What were the? Uh, the uh, what? Oh yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say the 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 the, the IROC had like those dope wheels though that had like oh you yeah, know, they the were like blades. deep dish. Yeah, right? they were the blades. The blades. Bro, they, they were, were like cold? the Gillette Fusion Razor. <laughs> Of the it was of the wheel of world, the wheels. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes they were they had like a, a stripe that was the color mm-hmm. of the body, mm-hmm. and then other times it was just black, yeah. depending on what your particular Dude, the, you part know, of Italy you came from. In hindsight, not so bad. No, I'm telling you, in hindsight, not so that bad. That car was actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah, you do you know, know when, I, when that Camaro came out in '82? Uh, the third, it was the third gen Camaro. The, it was they called it the Berlinetta. They were really trying to do like oh, a Euro thing, right? Right. Love like it. before they put the wing on or the wheels. I <laughs> love it. Yeah, wheel. this is a Berlinetta. <laughs> this is the Berlinettas, right? It's like uh, you know we're from the old country, but this is the new country. That's why we got all the angles. But for real, it I might have been, and I I don't know if I'm making this up or not. I don't think I am. I think you could probably look it up. I think it was designed by Pininfarina. I think the third gen Camaro like Berlinetta was actually designed. If it it was not, if it wasn't Pininfarina, it was one of the uh, like design houses right, uh, attached like to. Ber- it might have been Bertoni, but I don't think so. I think it was think Jerry it was, Palmer. No design third gen Camaro Jerry Palmer. Look up a uh, Camaro Berlinetta, and maybe that's a. Uh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I did make it up. Camaro Berlinetta. It's not. I've I've warmed up to it. Like it has kind of cool proportions, and when the Starship Camaro, badass. Camaro from seventy nine to eighty six. Uh, I don't know. I might I might have just made that up. Nelly Toledo. It's entire. I mean, it's it is entirely possible. I have made it up. I don't know why I would have, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. They're I mean, they're okay I looking. It, I could have sworn it was designed by one of those designers. Wasn't the Fiero? Didn't the Fiero have an Italian designer name attached to it? 
I do not know. No, I think it did. Really? I think the, the Fiera yeah. might have had an Italian designer name attached I mean, to it. The, the I name mean, itself maybe is it Italian. might have been some fucking Goomba. I don't know if it was, <laughs> if Tony, it was like Tony Fiera. I don't think the guy. Do you think the guy who designed the no George, George Milladrag? Milladrag. <laughs> he was the Fiero guy and Hulky Aldacti. Oh, my God, you guys are batting over two with amazing. Super I don't know American what country names. they're from, but those Dude, do not sound a, like Italian names. That sounds you know the, the design team of Milladrag and Aldacti. Cacti. <laughs> you know, you remember? You know, we drove a Fiero once, Zach and I yeah. did, that had a, a swapped engine and a, a steering rack out of a Corvette and a bunch of really trick suspension shit in it. And it drove really, really, did it really? nice. Yeah, it had it had a uh it had a fucking like chance of being awesome actually. <laughs> Pretty fast. <laughs> Like, Shit. like if if Pontiac had like actually spent the money right. to make that good, they could have. They could have. Yeah, it wasn't like DOA. It could have been like a, an, the MR2 of its day. Oh yeah, oh hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and the, and the dude like the dude who built it, pretty much. I don't know if he did it just because it was what was available and fit, or if it was because of some kind of ethos. I don't really remember, but all the parts he put on it were like from other GM cars oh, wow. of the same like period. So it came with this shit pile four cylinder <laughs> and he put in the uh the Chevy Lumina Z thirty four Euro, which was a dual overhead cam V six that made like two hundred and seventy five horsepower. It was in awful, a car that weighed the same as a shoebox. It was awful similar to a uh awful similar to uh like an NSX type engine. And then he put the Corvette steering rack uh, in and you know, which is very, very yeah, sharp, yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. all it was all GM shit. So, uh -huh. so then you have that other one. Do we know what happened to Musto? <laughs> he, <laughs> he said he's working on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Santa Yo. lost his head. Hey, hey! I'm, back. I'm back, baby. How you doing? I rock and roll. Hey, there he is. And he just pops up like a fucking Koopa Troopa. There he is. There he is. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> I went old school. Right, no, no, you're fine now. You sound great. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Those earbuds, it's just like once the battery oh, yeah. runs out, you're fucked. That was the good Fiero. Yeah, oh, so you drove. The, so this oh, red and black good one Fiero. was the good one. The the Digicamo one on the screen was the good Fiero. Jesus. And then I had the drove the Death Fiero, which is the one on the the track. The next black to it. one. The black one, which was um, it, uh, it was Creative? an interesting experience, and I respected the guy who built it for his redneck engineering. Uh, dude, the the lower red well, one I was, I is badass. Died. The I lower mean, red one's frankly. badass. That yeah, thing. You could make a Fiero nice. Yeah, it look at possible. that. That looks sweet. But, that yeah, one's that's great. Kind of good. Is no, it worth no, no, it? No, yeah. no. What are you talking? No, <laughs> is it, Jesus, no. God, no. it cost me seventy five grand to get this <laughs> Fiero like, to hold. It's like, uh, in all of this. Thank you, sir. Perfect. Yes, door to door service. Thanks very much. That's definitely not on his job description. That's the best looking Fiero. <laughs> that I've is seen. the best looking Fiero I've ever seen. The problem seen. is the inside does not hold up to the outside. You know, no? You know, How do you know? What's the interior? Because the inside is a Pontiac from that time period. That's why. Listen, don't judge. Dude, he don't put, judge. He put 95 grand into that Fiero. That interior <laughs> is mint. Musto. I'm telling you that right now. Have you ever driven a good Fiero, Musto? I've driven every look, Fiero look model. This. All right, I'm going to put some milk and sugar in my so coffee. The, hold on. The, the answer is no. I've never driven a good Fiero. Never drove a good one? Just no, I mean, I mean, for the time, they were like, I had a buddy that bought one brand new in the '80s, and like, it was for the time, it was okay because we didn't know what okay. There wasn't nothing was okay. Everything was junk. Here's really you know? what I want to know. Let's go back. Let's go back. What year was it in the '80s? Let's go back. Uh, '86. '86. You're chilling at the crib. 
You're having a fucking Molson ice or whatever you drank in Queens. Right. And your homie rolls up in his brand new Pontiac Fiero. Mm-hmm. What's his attitude? What's he? What's he? How does? How is he acting as he steps out of his brand new Fiero? He's acting like he owns it. He's got a set of of like pearl white, you know, Air Jordans on, right? <laughs> something, some kind of Levi's acid wash, something. You know, you know, it's Italian and mid-engine, just like a Ferrari, but no, I can get it service fucking anywhere. Hey, dude, my buddy who had one was this, uh, my friend Mark Friedman. This is a Jewish guy. He's like, how do you, oh. you know? Mm. So, let me, ad- let me adjust my white. set. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Zach needs to rewrite his material. <laughs> so I love it. I can get it. I can get it serviced anywhere. It's much more convenient than if I had a Ferrari. The service plus costs are much lower. Service costs are much lower. And plus, right. the depreciation on the Ferrari, I can invest the <laughs> money into a new two-story walk-up in, uh, in Queens. So that's the Fiero. <laughs> well, and we're just looking at some photos. They interior, went through dude. really a range of steering wheel Oof. options too. They had they struggled to come up with a cohesive steering wheel treatment. But you know, I, here's the thing: like a manual ahead, Fiero wasn't bad. Like it, back in the day, a manual Fiero was actually a fun little car. I mean, look they at this. They weren't well, terrible. Yeah, no. Well, while you were gone, we were talking about our this guy we met and filmed for Tuned back in the day, who put the Lumina Z34 motor in a Fiero and a Corvette steering rack, and Probably then a set of like Olin shocks, and yeah. it was fucking fast and like yeah. really good. Yeah, like yeah. they're not beyond hope is the thing. Oh no, it's just I mean you're gonna put forty thousand dollars in that <laughs> car to make it a six thousand dollar car. Right. Look at yes. the nineteen eighty four orange one with the engine that's with a giant the blower huge. Thing yeah. That was a look for a while. They really uh I don't that's know. Something. I kinda miss that thing. look, right? I kinda miss like why does no one have their engine above their roof anymore? <laughs> Nobody does that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you and you and Zach were zygotes, but Christian and I were in the in, in, in the thick of the eighties. We remember. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, there was some really hot shit. Was it Donna Donna Maniscalco or somebody at our school had a Fiero, nice. and it only made her hotter. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, a girl, any girl that's all kind of attractive, and you put her in a good car, mm-hmm. boom, yeah, it's like a like, plus, it's a wait. plus one point five <laughs> minimum. <laughs> what? What were the cars at your high school that everyone thought were awesome, but you knew were terrible? You know, like in high school, we're all a little delusioned, but were there ones where you're like, I mean, you know, someone's got a Granada or something and it just sucks? I, you know what? I remember a kid named Jason Evers. Oh, of course. Had, yeah. So he had a Ford Tempo that he had a fake cell phone holder in and he painted... <laughs> He had, <laughs> wait, 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 like he owned the phone, no, like, but the no, no, phone no, like was just had, not there right now. No, no, no. He had a. It was a fake cradle and a fake phone. It didn't even work. And then he even had a fake antenna. Yeah, I love yeah, it. yeah. Because there was no. I mean, cell phones back in the eighties were big money. Yeah. And then he had a, a fake ring on phone. <laughs> and he had. Uh, he had like fourteen-inch slots that were painted yellow, and the tempo was blue. <laughs> I like Dude, it, imagine the kind of dice you're rolling to have a fake years. car phone, right? Now you're yeah. with a chick. You use your fake car phone to yeah. impress a girl. Now you're on a date. Yeah, yeah. Now there's an emergency and she goes, oh my God, we thank God call. you've got this car phone. Yes. You are so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the whole edifice comes collapsing down on you yeah. right there. Dude, that's so risky. I think the best car in our whole high school was Jarrett Bruins Cadillac. 
Oh, without question. Without question. Was, oh, that's 69 a mint. Absolutely. Mint condition 69 Cadillac convertible. Epic. No, that's a good oh, high, that's an amazing high school car. I didn't have a car. My dad refused to let me get a car, uh, and I ended up basically, you know, mooching off of my homies and then riding a lot of bicycles and I didn't get my first car actually I got a, I got asked a question the other day on another car podcast where um, I'm sorry another uh, car what? podcast <laughs> what what other car podcast it wasn't a, it's, the, it's standard H it's not really a car podcast it's like a philosophy of life podcast but he also he wants to talk to you in fact oh. to, to discuss with you your life okay. and philosophy uh, he's a lovely chap and he was asking me what my first car was my first car was a Awful tan Renault Encore. That is terrible. terrible. In 19, America, 19, or in England? Yeah, no, here. So this a is what Renault happens. in America. A Renault is a in very America, bad car, atrocious. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. So my 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 dad was like, "I'll buy you a car. What do you want?" And you know what I wanted to get, Musto? Is I wanted to get the was it the Honda Accord? That was like the little four, the little two door thing that Brent Bodie opted uh, before it became oh. the Civic. It was like the Honda Accord, like early '80s. It wasn't oh, called like a the, Civic yet. Like the Aero Deck, the it was, Accord yeah. hatchback. Yeah, that that's could, the yeah. Accord right. Aero Deck. That's the one I They're wanted. Actually, right? very rare. I don't think I've seen yeah. one in like five years. So yeah. Brent, Brent Bodie had two of those in a row, and they were the, amazing. That the, so Accord, went, the Accord hatchback. No, those maybe, things are fire, though, aren't it, they? It is fire. No, it was the. Uh, it was bef- maybe it was Solder? the. Was it a prelude? No. No, it was a two-door. So maybe it was the Civic that it looked like? Anyway, it wasn't the CRX. It was like pre-pre-pre-that. It was a two-door. and it was CVCC? A, and it was great. Maybe try the CVCC. I mean, the ones, the ones that I really remember. Do you remember Drew Casolini? I know. I remember Drew, the name. So Drew Casolini, is getting Drew, he had this, he had a quad-light Fox Body Mustang with every bit, every body kit part you could put on it. <laughs> He used to wear a black leather jacket with frills under the arms. I remember the had, frills. With like uh, like had, the fringe? Uh, <coughs> fringe. The fringe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Leather jacket yeah. with fringe. And then he had uh, a set of like hardcore, like early 80s center lines on it. And I always remember that for some reason. Because it was the first car I think I've ever seen with like a full-blown aftermarket body kit. I was like, what is this magical thing? <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, my dad offered to, to buy me whatever car I wanted, so I wanted. I said, I want this Honda. We found one. It was right in the price range. And then right before we buy it, my dad, who was a huge Renault fan when we lived in Europe, said, I'm going to buy you this car. And he buys me this hunk of shit brown Renault Encore that driving from D.C. to New York after I got my driving license, you drove off the DMV straight onto 95, so that was always safe. <laughs> and I come, I come out of fourth, and the thing refuses to go into fifth. So I lose fifth gear the first day that I own this thing. Was this a thing. brand new car? Was no, it was a used. Okay. For, by the way, three times the budget that he'd given me to spend on the fucking Honda. Mm-hmm. I hold on to this thing for a year. I take it back down to D.C. I throw him the keys and I say, now you get rid of the fucking piece of shit. And that was when I bought myself my Honda CRX, which was the first car I bought with my own money. That car had... Had 129,000 miles on it, and it got 70 to the gallon mm-hmm. driving between New York and D.C., yeah. dude. And it still would if and you had one right now. It was it amazing. Right. That car, and it didn't have any back seats, so that was where you put your kicker box. Right. Are you kidding me? That's what that was for, yeah. you know? It was amazing. We did fucking 20 minutes on bazooka tubes last week. <laughs> Larry, Larry, and me back in the day, Mike had the bazooka tubes in the Mustangs. Yeah, you know they still make. You know you, still, you can still buy bazooka tubes. Yeah, they they're still amazing. Make that. Are they? Are they good? No. Oh. 
<laughs> They're fucking terrible. It's called a bazooka tube for a reason. I mean, it could be good. I don't know. It could, it could like be good. When you're in high school, it's good. Yeah. It I mean, or good. a freshman in college. So yeah. that was my first... That was the first car I bought myself, was that thing, which Zach, I loved. when you were in high school, what were the dopest cars that people drove? Uh, well, I was in like the muscle car club, so there was a kid who had a 66 Nova that was like, I think his parents bought it for him, because it had a crate engine. Uh-huh. So he had an engine that worked, yeah, and yeah. all of us were very impressed. We're like, wow, you don't have to work on it or nothing. Yeah. He's like, no, I just I just turn it on, and, and it, it turns on. like, wow, and it's real fast. He's like, yeah, it's pretty good. We're like, Wow. You know, so how many uh, water pumps have you got? He's like, none. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, you know, um, that was the coolest thing. And I think, like, it was that and Toyota, Tacoma, Tacoma trucks. If someone had a Tacoma, regardless of mileage, that was it. That was the cool that thing. Was, oh, yeah. Because they're so fucking expensive, even yep. back then. Yeah. Like, I remember looking at uh, the auto guide or whatever, and it was like, 250,000 miles, eight grand in 97. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. what? Right, right. I just was uh, browsing uh, Cars and Bids, Doug's site, which I have added to my you know roster of sites mm. to browse. And he just they just sold a 100,000 mile 2013 Land Cruiser for $32,000. What? Dude, <laughs> shit doesn't make sense. It yeah. Makes. But you know who else had a great car, uh, Musto, was Joe Caslow had the blue and black Renegade with the, oh, with yes. the round headlights, 1986. Yeah. That's right. That is, I remember that. with the big, it had dope, the chrome rims, and it had like good BF Goodrich tires on it. It weren't like small. It was yep. one of the most balanced looking vehicles of all time, man. I loved that. I still covet that. Like, that's the, the when I know I've made it is when I've got one of those in the garage stored here. Yeah. And That'd I, be a I'm, great Venice car. Great Venice great car. Great Venice car, yeah. Yeah, and 86 was probably the last year of the round headlights yes. before they went square. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And they still had, like, the problem with the new ones is the dimensions don't look right. Even though the headlights are around, the no, rest the of the dimensions like are fucked. Amazing. We've got uh, we've got a Gladiator coming in a couple of weeks. Oh, if you'd nice. like to go off-roading. Yeah, let's That'll do it. We have... Uh, $60,000, $70,000? At least, probably seventy. yeah. Dude, they're so but This expensive. one, uh, on th- next Thursday, Mike, we've got the Defender 110 and the, the off-road spec G- Mercedes G550 at the same time. So oh, we've nice. got the okay. do a little little feeling. Let's do it. Well, wait, wait till you get that TRX. That's enough. Oh, is that the thing oh, you just God. had? Did you did you have a go in that? Oh did you go man, drive it? Dude, you did. I beat that thing like it owed me money. Dude. All right, what's your what's your TRX take? So, obviously, stupid fast. Um, I mean, I, I jumped it <coughs> without exaggeration at about ninety over <laughs> these jumps, and nothing broke. And I mean, we beat it. All day long. I mean, jump after jump after jump over whoops. At yeah, about it's on his Instagram. An hour. Um, yeah, look at this. Know. This is crazy. This is. I don't, Mike, is this you driving in your video? Yeah. So this this is full tilt. This is oh probably at about eighty five miles an hour, just launching it. <laughs> oh wow. Dude, that you flew real far. Yeah. Very I mean, that's, far. Let's see that again. <laughs> Here, let me get yeah. the audio because the audio is nice too. Well, you know, yeah, the blower's intoxicating. Let's see if you can hear the whistle. Oh wow, you can hear the whistle. Yeah. And bump stops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys are you're going fast. Real fast. Yeah. Jeez. Well it was great because we they had somebody right seat and I was just like, How fast can I hit this thing? And the guy's like, I don't know, how fast do you want to hit it? And I was like, All right. Fast as it'll fucking go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hill, foot to the floor, you know, and the thing just, and it just took it and we did it lap after lap after lap after lap. And then we drove them home. And we went, like, we were climbing up rock walls, and it was...
Did you no, try no to one fit one in a regular sized garage? <laughs> no, no, God no. I mean, it's, it's so big, you know. But and in fuel economy is obviously dismal. It's going to get twelve miles to the gallon. Uh, oh, dude, I got you fucking one up there. I just had the GT five hundred, the ooh. the with the carbon pack, and it is. I mean, it's the fucking tits, right? It's just so, it's so good. It's so fast, and it handles so well, and it stops and turns so well. It's the best. But I drove it just, you know, commuting to my between my house and the shop and around L.A. for like three days before I took it out to the track. Yeah. And I, I went through a tank in city streets in 100 miles. I got, I got like six uh, miles per yeah, gallon. That sounds about right. Dude. It that was horrible. <laughs> I owned just and not I'm not, that's not like beating on it, dude. That's literally just like just regular driving. Throw it in D and go to the grocery store driving. I had like I had a Mustang GT a few years back just because I was like I wanted to have at least you know one big silly car in my life, sure. and I drove to Vegas. It was the only car I'd ever been in where I like watched the needle go down as I drove. I mm-hmm. never had that experience mm-hmm. before, and then uh, I watched a, a, a special where um, a polar bear. Uh, swims for a million miles and eventually crawls out onto the onto the surface, and then the only thing it can do to try to eat is to is to go after its own the only natural predator it has. So it goes after a walrus, and the walrus just decimates the fucking polar bear. And I took the Mustang to the Toyota dealership, and I was like, I need to get a Prius. And I gave the guy the fucking. And this was like I literally had the GT for like six months. The guy comes over to me, the salesman, and he goes, Listen, I'm not supposed to say this to you. But this is the worst deal I think I've ever brokered. This is the most ex- <laughs> this is the most expensive base Prius on the world. And I looked at him. I said, "I can't kill any more fucking polar bears, man." <laughs> he was like, "I don't understand what you're saying, but okay." So I bought a Prius that was costing me like five hundred dollars a month oh for a base Prius because the guilt of killing polar bears was too much. Because the fucking Mustang got like ten miles to the gallon. Oh, oh my man. god! It was terrible. Man, like, what, you walk into like my garage or Matt's garage, you're probably like. Like you guys are killing everybody. I mean, oh, you are—you're the worst. Bro, all you might my as well cars just go were here for thirty years before I got here. Like, no, well, I that's not true. Before I bought too. them, what does the Countach get? A fuel economy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's no, it's terrible. But it's impo- <laughs> I, but it's impossible to know because I don't. I it's impossible to fill it. You can't actually. <laughs> No, no, and that's it's true because because so you know it's got these dual fuel tanks right. one each side and a crossover pipe between them. So you fill it until it clicks, <laughs> and then you wait. And some fuel goes to the other side. You don't know how much or how long it takes, but like certainly some. And sure. then you fill a it again, and, and it clicks, clicks right. And then some more goes, right. and then and you wait five more minutes, and you do it again. <laughs> and I've done that three or four times. And every time, more just keeps going in. <laughs> and then what happens is, eventually I get bored and I decide, right. okay, we <laughs> have enough, enough fuel. <laughs> and then I start driving and it's on full. And I take like one high G-loaded corner and it goes, it goes down to, to <laughs> half. And it just and then it just stays there. Mm-hmm. That's every and so I can't, I can't tell you how much... Yeah, I don't. But I don't. Wow. The bottom line is like, what's your guess? I, I don't know. Conservatively, seven, yeah, I was gonna eight? say, yeah, it's okay. like horror. It's horrible. Yeah, what's the worst that you've got, Must? Though, out of your stable of gas guzzling oh. fucking nightmares for the environment, it's my wife's wagoneer. My I was gonna say the wagoneer. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's six. 
<laughs> but the Wagoneer is probably worse than the Countach. The Wagoneer is basically like a factory that someone bolted wheels to. Like, <laughs> I, I drove it. Yeah. I was like, why is this so slow, but so loud? And then Musto's like, yeah, get six miles per gallon. I was like, what do you do with this? He's like, oh, Ace drives it around. Like, to where? Between gas stations? So, like, the Delica we have is slow and loud, but it gets like 27 miles yeah. per gallon. Yeah, this so is I, just I, as slow. <laughs> 32 miles from Sonoma Raceway. If I go to Sonoma Raceway and back, I will have burned three quarters of the <laughs> Oh my God. It's ridiculous. You're just like, oh. That's absolutely ridiculous. That's no, no, I, I drove to Santa Barbara from LA on what I believe to be about a half a tank in the Countach, and it was, it was all right. That's pretty no. good. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not fine. great. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, once you're on the highway, yeah, yeah. It's, right. it's fine. Right. It's like the or it's like light to light. It's like a yeah. nightmare. No, it's a nightmare. The, my <laughs> the safari, even despite the big tires and shit, gets like 22, 23 on the highway. And because it has the endurance tank, the optional big fuel tank that Porsche did to go sure, racing, sure. Uh, it, it, gets, it has like a 450-mile range. Wow. It rules. No. See, it's I yeah, I mean... Thing. I don't have anything that gets over 15 miles to the gallon. <laughs> but my, my standard is like, the Bronco's got a 33-gallon tank. So uh -huh. it still has a 330-mile <laughs> This is the musto math. So, I'm like, it's all about, it's got, you know. Yeah, it works. Can I make it to L.A. in one tank of the pump? Yeah. Yes, yeah, then it's, yeah, then it's yeah, then it's because it's, it's a time thing. It's not a money it's thing. It's a Kenny, right, it's right. Kenny thing. You are so close to buying a trailer that you can tow that holds fuel. <laughs> the, well, dude, we just finished film this. You know, this this show sorted about Tudor cars in Palm Springs. So it's sorted. Hot. Yeah. So everything sorted. is a thousand horsepower. You know. So everything is running E eighty five, right? And these guys, in order to, you know, they had to plan their entire day about okay, around. Okay, <laughs> of course. Where's how am I going to get fuel right. and when am I going to yeah. need it and how much time? You know, and we're at Chuck Walla, which is like fucking forty miles, literally from anything, yeah, from anywhere. And they do have f fuel on site, but I don't think they have E eighty five. I just think they have uh -huh. like race gas and shit. And so one of the teams had brought like a hundred gallons of E eighty five, and they're all like rationing it out. <laughs> they're like I'll blow you for three more gallons, something, whatever it takes. Had, like, four grand worth of fuel sitting there in fifty five gallons. Dude, these thousand, you know, these cars, these. These cars that are like a thousand plus horsepower, you know, we we drove a car in the East Coast Regional tuned. It was as Calvo Motorsports. These fucking psychos from Texas brought a two thousand horsepower Viper. Okay, that's got a. It was a nine liter engine with twin seventy six millimeter turbochargers on it. As you do, that's it was fine. a death machine, and it you, it would burn. You know, you a sixty to one sixty pull one would burn. A gallon and it was like a you know 14 or 15 gallon tank whatever viper comes with yeah. and you'd go on the highway and you do four poles and that'd be that'd be like <laughs> that'd be it that'd be three quarters of a tank <laughs> that's <laughs> ridiculous like, what so I, I can't wait because <clears throat> the daytona is going under the knife at the end of november and so once that comes back you need to drive that and yeah remind the audience what you're putting in that thing we're doing a full um, red-eye swap, front to back. Fuck! So, so awesome. Like a modded red-eye motor. So we should be doing 850 by the time it's all done. Like the entire know. rear end assembly as well? No, 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 we're keeping that. Okay. That, it's, it's, it's gonna be a beefed up eight and three quarter rear, but it should have about 850 horsepower or so, whatever the case is, but no <laughs> trash can. It's gonna be like, it's- Be reasonable. It's dumb, there's no rational. No, it's great. It's just- it's Fucking like, great. Why, if you have the opportunity to do it, why, why not do it? 
Yeah, I mean, I I know for a fact that you have been trying to get one of those engines for like a decade. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he talks about. <clears throat> Good. Um, but yeah. I mean, when is it awesome. supposed to be done? Uh, hopefully by the end of March, early April. Jeez. So. Which yeah. means like December. So that <laughs> <laughs> well, means like yeah. May, maybe next year, sometime, if. You know what? The one thing I'm looking forward to is when it's gone, I'll actually have a room in my garage to put something else in. Aha. Uh-huh. There you go. That's what I'm doing. I just sent the uh, 911 to Marco for some upgrades. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I, uh, I was like, oh, shit, I don't have a car. God damn it. And I oh, so, so are you going to buy? So I, I watched your Vespa review. Mm-hmm. The thing actually scoots along quite well. Oh, the 300 uh, rules. I will defend the, the Vespa 300 to the death. <laughs> That's a hill you'll die on. Yes. To get something more motorcycle-ish, or is the Vespa no. tool for what you need? No, the, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, need motorcycles at this time. Okay. Uh, I will, I will try to get more motorcycles to review. But I don't. I don't need to become a motorcycle collector. I don't think I have enough like things, and I don't want to go in the canyons in motorcycles. Really, I just kind of like riding around the city and beating traffic. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> sure. You know, I understand the appeal. It could. It could easily be a thing. Yeah. But trying to not. <laughs> I will say that the run up the. You've done it on the scooter. The run up the PCH. Oh, it's great on a motorcycle or on a scooter. It's it's. So perfect. Even on a Sunday when it's you and five million other douchebags, yeah. a bunch of supermodels you and they're go fucking matching Ducatis. Thirty, and that's good. Yeah, because then mean, you're going south by the time the right, douchebags are coming going north. Up north. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is that is a great, great run. It is, and you know what, Mike? I've been getting a few press bikes, and that's that's scratched that itch. Uh oh, Mike. Go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. No, yeah. Back. This is the problem with doing it on a cell phone. Like, somebody called in, and I was just like, oh, Oh, yeah. Fucking bullshit. Turn off your... Put your do not disturb on. Do not disturb! What's the uh, the next motorcycle you got coming in? A Ducati Scrambler 1100 Pro. Oh, nice. I like the Scrambler. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, those are cool. Exciting. And possibly an Aprilia, because now our friend Corey Burns has got the the Aprilia account. Corey, but Corey's like, I'll get you an Aprilia, but only if you take, like, the... 250 horsepower like death machine one i was like wow can i have like a a regular one and he's like i really want you to ride the fucking 7000 death race fucking moto gp and i was like you got something with like an upright (laughs) right yeah i was like i was uh when i have my when i just i sold my bike like three weeks ago which is heartbreaking but i so I, i had a a 250 suzuki Mm-hmm. Uh, that had been modded and turned into like a really cool little like bobber-esque mm-hmm. kind of thing. It was great. Loved You're it. Cool. Your bike was cool as hell. It was so cool. And it was like yeah. the perfect first bike. So uh, one of the guys who uh, is a fan of my radio show runs the track day up at uh, Buttonwillow McKittrick. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, come on up and do a track day. Have you ever done one? I'm like, nah, man, that sounds like fun. So I go on up. your bike? No. Okay. So I go up <laughs> and they have provided uh, okay, me. Like, they've provided me with like... An 1100 Yamaha fucking race bike 
that is like nothing. I've never dr- I've never ridden anything like this. So I get on this yeah. bike and I just you insert know, the seat into your rectum. That's I the just, proper seat. <laughs> I, I twist the fucking hand the, the, and it goes and, it, and immediately I'm doing twenty five thousand million <laughs> RPMs. And the guy's like, if you need to get some practice under you, he's like, just go into the back of the paddock and just run up and down a little bit. And I'm on this bike and I'm like, my internal monologue is like, hand, you fucking moron. What have you done? Like, you can't undo this. I get out onto the track. It's, by the way, if you've never done a track down a motorcycle, it's the greatest thing ever. And I get out onto this thing, and I go around the first bend, go around the second bend, and the guy in front of me goes, ass over tea kettle, straight off the track. And I was like, oh, this is real. Like, this is, like, this is not, there's no imagination involved in this whatsoever. But I'll tell you what. A track day, like getting to do 110, like I got it up to 110 miles an hour, which was more than enough. Yeah, second gear, more than enough for this guy, but was an extraordinary experience, man. Like if you're a motorcycle rider, pay for a track day because it's unlike any other experience I've ever had, like supreme. I I would imagine kind of like jumping out of an airplane. Which I would never do. I would say do a school, too. Like, Sam Smith you, just did a BMW. fuck that. Just go out there like I did. Just go out there fucking type no, hands. Get on 11. YOLO! Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, anyone who thinks we live in a simulator, that thought evaporates when you watch someone fly off a motorcycle oh, in front of you. You're like, no, we're, this yeah, is no, real life. It was like legit. I was like, oh, fuck, this shit is real, hand. I was like, oh, my God. Well, I used to Look at this vehicle that has just rolled up. I raced for six years. You know what Did I mean? you really? So, like... Oh yeah, I raced Latin Road Race Series for six years. So you want to talk, and I've come, I've supermaned off the bikes due, due to high sides, I've low sided and slid on my face, ass backwards on, you know, the dirt and everything like that. And it's, track days are the ultimate. And I've, I've said this a million times, I have never driven a car that comes close to the feeling no. of, of putting your knee down uh, at, you know, like going 130 miles an hour through a corner, knee down, and then coming up in like a cross-up wheelie. It is the greatest feeling on the planet Earth. Yeah, so, I didn't do any wheelies. That's for shit sure. But, but I'm old now, so I don't yeah. do that anymore yeah. because I'd be dead. Yeah. So, it's true. Know, now it's just like get on my bike and putt around the neighborhood and get a stand. Well, it's not even like be dead. Like the thing is like once you get to a protracted age, your recovery is so much more protracted and painful than it was when you were rubber banded in your bone structure. Uh-huh. You know, like I don't even want to risk it. Like I've made it this far in my life without breaking anything. And the last thing I need to do is to like shatter my leg on a motorcycle, you dick. <laughs> so I had, to, I had to get rid of it. I mean, I had a bike for three years. I never put it down. It was my first bike and I never put it down. I never got hit. It, nothing and I was like I think I've like I've gone as far as I can like my buddies who are like these squirrel suit jumping madmen and like base jumpers they have this thing where they say like you start your career in quotes with two jars and one has skill written on it and the other one has luck written on it and the luck one is full of pebbles and yeah. the skill one is empty and over the course of your career you transfer a pebble from one jar to the next and you'll get yeah, to a point where your skill and your luck jar are both equal and then the luck jar starts <laughs> to go down as the skill jar goes up Ooh, yeah. and your obligation to yourself is to know when to back out right before you take that right. last pebble out yeah. yeah that's a good point because you your know, threshold smart. for everything goes higher and higher and you keep right. kinda, you gotta chase that dragon and it and, gets gnarly and you're flying through holes and walls in China and yep. you're like on the wingsuit you're like I got this dude he did a th- no one to fold him bro a trip exactly he did a trip to, San Fr- to South, uh, South Africa where three of the ten dudes got killed in one trip Whoa. two of them on the same electrical cables yeah no. Jesus well, Christ gnarly yikes three fuck 
Of course, I was about yeah. to say Bryce Bean. Yeah, so Bryce... What happened to Bryce Bean? So we had a friend in high school named Bryce Bean, and Bryce went into the into the service. He was like a power trooper. Bryce was that guy that was... He was just good at everything. It was really annoying. Everything. And we were we were on our bikes one day, and we were going into Manhattan, and we were stopped. We were in traffic, and we were on the 59th Street Bridge, okay? All of a sudden, we hear... Blah, blah, blah. Right through traffic, splitting lanes on one fucking wheel, okay? And we were like, what are you, gotta be kidding. Like, I, I haven't seen anybody do that in California. And meanwhile, this guy does it on a whim. And, you know, I think some people just have that kind of natural talent to do stuff like that. I was not one of them. I no. thought this story was going to end with this dude dying. I know. No. Thank God. I thought no, you were no, going to no, tell no, me no, Bryce no. Bean died. I love Bryce Bean. He was I the, just love like, his name. Right? Great I, fucking name. It's a racing driver's name. Bryce Bean motorcycle racer's name and he was the guy who like he was the best skater out of all of us like but oh, was, he also spent a majority <laughs> of his high school career with at least one broken limb you know he was like <laughs> that, was that dude guy. yeah right. yeah i remember hanging out this is like a name drop but it's totally it just was what happened i was hanging out with uh, tony hawk when i was on the radio on sirius and we were just we were chilling at his ramp and uh he, we were just talking and then we were talking about the Bones Brigade and shit. And he was like, oh, did you skate? And I was like, yeah, I skated a little bit in high school. And he was like, uh, well, why'd you stop? And I said, well, I came off and I, like, scraped my knee. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, I'm over that shit. And he goes, yeah. He's like, it's like, he's like, there's a moment that separates the skaters from the non-skaters. And it's like, it's usually the first time you see your bones sticking out of your skin. And you look at it and you say one of two things. I'm never skating again. Or the minute that fucking heals, I got to land that trick. Yeah. And he was like... That's when you make the decision. Yeah, Matt Hoffman had his own suture kit that he traveled with because oh, he got tired God. of going to the hospital really? for basic stitches. Of course. Yeah. And so oh, and they got footage God. of it in a documentary about him. And he, you know, smashes sutures his, himself. He, he sutures himself, no anesthetic. That's ridiculous. He's, he's one of those people. Um, hey, listen, so where you know how today's radio schedule is all run very late. Well, one of my neighbors in Venice, I guess his brother's like a big fan, and I promised that I would give him a tour of the facility. And because we're late, they're over there. Can yeah. I can I leave the three of you to be yeah, entertaining for like eight to ten minutes yeah. while I give this person uh, the attention that I promised him for like three times over the last week? Yeah, <laughs> seems, fair. Yeah. seems fair. All right, I'm, I'm sorry to do that. An audience, uh, I'm sure you'll fucking survive. Yeah, uh, it's actually the first time in. Almost 600 episodes I've ever uh, done this, but I'm a fucking business owner and I'm at work. So you here are. we go. Bye. You are. That's right. Not a problem. So what are we going to talk about now that Matt's gone? Wait. Uh, all right. All right. Ready? Go. Ready? Everybody. Everybody hide. Everybody. Everybody hide. <laughs> <laughs> when he comes back in, we'll jump out and surprise him. <laughs> when he comes back, it'll be at the Mari Celeste of podcasts. It's like, holy shit, where'd everybody go? Let's switch the engines in the Ferrari and the Lamborghini real quick. We'll all switch places yeah. and then pretend that we're our, we're the other person. Like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> switch clothes. Let's switch clothes and shit. Oh, so, uh, Mike Musto. What, or go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, uh, what what are your uh, memories of Port Jefferson? I mean, Port, Port Jeff was great. Now, for those who don't know, Port Jeff is on the North Shore of Long Island about, would you say it's three quarters of the way out, maybe a little less? Yes, definitely. Right. It's in the it's in the latter quarters for sure. Yeah, I, I think you said it the best. It is it is a town out of a John Hughes movie. Yeah. Um, you know, perfect little high school, perfect little village town. Um, you know, when we were kids, because of no internet and stuff, like we would go out and like ride our bike. We'd go to like the, the peach farm and get kegs and go out there and kind of yep. hang out like it was a really type of 
it was a John Hughes movie, and um, it was it was an amazing place to spend you know part of your young life. It was just, oh for sure incredible because then like going to school and then going to work back <laughs> in Manhattan, like talking about and then moving back into Queens and Brooklyn. It's like what a kick in the balls that was. Yeah, like, man. Yeah, I mean, so, I I moved there from like the I always tell people like the. The easiest way to see the England that I left is to watch the remake of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy because it's all like those muted browns and grays and fucking tans. And then I step off the plane into like the bright neon 80s of Port Jefferson and like Dean Maniscalco, was that his name? Uh Whose dad owned the pharmacy? And then uh, there was the fucking, we had a a video, we had a video arcade, dude. We did. And in the... Harbor Square Mall. The Harbor Square Mall. And, like, our friends were lifeguards at the local beaches. Right. It was unbelievable, yep. man. Wow. Yep. Oh, and dude, I'm telling you. It was One really rich guy. You remember Adam Allen? Of course. So Adam Allen, his father drove a 328 GTB, and he lived, like, down the street. And he was the only guy in the whole town with a Ferrari, and everybody was like, yeah. he must be really rich. Yeah, and there were really rich people there. Like it's to the point where so that the the Port Jeff itself was a harbor town, so but it was at the bottom of three big hills. Yeah. And there was one that came from Port Jeff Station, one that came from Setauket, and then okay. the other one that came from Beltaire. And okay. Beltaire was where like Billy Joel had a summer house in Beltaire. Mm-hmm. So it was even like and and the and Port Jeff Station was where the poor people lived and then the middle class lived on the other side where my parents lived and it was like it was it was such a fuck do you remember when somebody spray painted save ferris on the oh, fucking totally. driveway of the high school <laughs> <laughs> and i was like okay we have at this point transcended yeah. into life reflecting art or imitating art at yeah. way too great a fucking but it was such an amazing i was so grateful for those years oh. man it was an unbelievable place and then it even had like the the small town America, a dark underbelly where the fucking remember the GMC dealership was running Absolutely. fake fucking leasing Absolutely. and they, they all got busted for like hundreds of millions of dollars. In fa- yeah, no, this is insane. Oh, no, Jack, it was crazy. It was they were doing fake VIN numbers on fucking leases through Chevy and like pocketing millions of dollars. It was like a ring of like six people that tied up like the fucking school board of the Whoa. high school school oh no it's insane it was tiny little long island town that's right it's amazing man yeah no we had everything going on there and it was like 1983 through 1987 like you couldn't take those fucking years stranger things you guys lived in the stranger things it was it it, it was it really was the only thing you right so uh, my ex-girlfriend was like i love this stranger things show i think it's great i'm like this fucking thing sucks and where the fucking tv show fell apart for me was that the fucking bmx frames were not time Accurate. They, that's correct. Correct. They had most of the stuff. They had almost uh, everything. Right? Like, I remember, like, the, the wagon that they drove. Yep. My mom drove around in a green LED yep. wagon with yep. wood paneling. And, like, so that was proper. And they got, they got 8% right. Yep. And then the BMXs is where it falls to pieces. I was like, you fucking hacks. You just, like, turn this show off. <laughs> I was done. You know how hard it is I to li- find. Imagine how hard it is to find a BMX from that era it that's can't not be that. rusted you, out. Like, like a, get yourself a fucking mongoose frame from no. 1984. Those don't exist because the one thing you did with the BMX back then is shred it, and then they rusted out because yeah. they weren't painted right. Like, that wasn't a, a first-gen Bronco. Someone's like, Listen. one day... 
These will be in a movie and worth money. If if they could get the ashtrays correct in fucking Mad Men, you can get the goddamn BMX frames correct in Stranger Things. People, you know what I I'm saying? I don't think it's I don't think it's hard. I think you can repro an ashtray <laughs> faster with, and easier. Yeah, you can get you can get the the, the props guy just fiberglass as a mold. I can't but forgive it. it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hill I'm it's a hill I'm willing to die on, Zachary. All right, oh I'm, fucking, I'm in and out of that. And then, so when did you start at the limelight? Oh, that was 91, 92. I had a Dude. buddy, my buddy Paul worked there. And he was like, listen, why don't you come and I do promotions and stuff like that? And I was like, all right. And then it just, we would go in like every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night because I went to Adelphi University on the island. So we would just take the train, we'd take Long Island Railroad in and then take the subway up there. And so you want to talk about an education. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, the limelight was everything. I, I've seen ev- everything that you could ever want to see from one person doing something to another person to doing something off another person or in another person or around another person. The, oh, my so God. For those of you that don't know, so the limelight is... The limelight was unbelievable. First off, it's a, it's a, it was a, a church that was converted into a nightclub. Mm-hmm. The address of the fucking church. Do you remember the address of the church? It was on, it was on 11th Avenue. No, no. It was 660 Sixth Street. Right. It was a church at 666, basically. And it looked like when you went inside it, it looked like every set designer's wet dream if they were to make the fucking church into a nightclub for whatever vampire movie you were making at the time. It was absolutely epic. Michael Alec, the dude who killed his drug dealer and then chopped him up and stuck him in a fucking garbage bag, did promotions at the limelight. All of the fucking madness, the cocaine and ecstasy scene out of New York was run out of the limelight. And... He was, Musto was there for the peak of it. Wow. My friends would go to the limelight. I'm back, guys. Hi. My friends would go to the limelight when they were in high school, when they were like 14. Yeah. And do all the the drugs. All the ecstasy. I mean, uh, and you let them in. They had this. True. Right? Because all the clubs in New York City had to close down at 4 a.m. And what do you do? would wait for the club to close at 4 a.m. We would go to this little place right next door. It was called Locks Around the Clock. And yep. at 4.15, the limelight would reopen with chafing dishes so they could consider themselves a restaurant. They'd bring out, like, a chafing Amazing. dish, like fried mushrooms, and then everybody would go right back in. They'd go Hilarious. Genius. Do you, wait, no. so you didn't work on Tuesday nights, which was the night that I went, and I don't know if she did any other nights, but there was a bartender named Jessica with a huge mohawk who was covered in okay. tattoos. Did you ever see her? I'm, I have no doubt I did. I don't remember much from that. I had, oh, yeah. I had nine seconds of the greatest sex in the world with that chick. <laughs> it, be, it became known as the nine seconds of fury because we, we timed me miming how long I'd fucked her before I came and it was nine seconds every single time that I did it (laughs) because she was the hottest thing I'd ever seen in like 1990 fucking New York with a at least an 18 inch mohawk completely corn starched with like the drawn on eyebrows and tats in 1990 she was like a fucking it was like a tyrannosaurus sex it was so hot never seen it before anyway welcome back have you done your have you done your bit Yes, I well gave done. I gave a tour. It was I felt bad because it was very abbreviated, but you, you short know. shrifted it. 
Uh, nine seconds. It was nine seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll remember it because Christian remembers it, and I bet that I bet that chick remembers it too. She remembers it for different reasons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. She's on yeah. a different podcast yeah, going. It sucked. Ugh. But this sucked. dude, uh, the dude who I gave the tour to, showed up in a really fucking cool. That's a like, slammed truck. truck, right? Yeah. I wonder. Wait, Zach, what's the name of the program? The uh, Switcher Cast program, right? Yes. Can I share my screen? It's like a thing I can do. Uh, yeah. On this show. You gotta do it right? when, when he's got when no, he cruises but now out. it's like open, right? Now so now I'm like a source. You are a source. We got you. There You're we go. The source. Oops. I'm a source. Look at this truck. It's very oh, fucking it's like cool. It's like slammed on bags. Mm -hmm. And we can watch it's it's gonna it might be like a little bit of a struggle for this dude to pull yeah, out of the driveway. I was gonna say. Not because of the height, just because of the turning radius was not good. But it's okay. What if he just drops a gear and just does like a little burnout ski to get out of there? <laughs> <laughs> Please fucking 11s on the driveway. Like, the turning radius sucks, man. It's been pretty good. All right. Kill this feeds. Boop. Thank you. I don't want to... Did I... I don't think I gave... Did I give anything away about... about That I shouldn't have? About... I don't no, know. I mean, if you think screen. I can see that detail through this screen, through that screen, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's on you. <laughs> no, no, I can't. I don't think I did. No, I don't there's think nothing. You can, I, don't I mean, people know anything. what the business is. They know you're driving that car. No, yeah, no. There's nothing about that that's, uh, that's sketchy. I don't uh, think. Uh, he's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing his thing. He's making the thing. He made it. Um, Mike Musto, what did you drive uh, when you worked at the Limelight? How did you commute to? Well, I mean, you took the subway, trained, I guess. Right? But what did you own? What did you own at the time? I owned a. Started out, I had a 1984 300ZX. Mm. Oh, okay. Classic. That was my car. Yeah, that was my car. And then That's after that, one. I got a ford explorer when they first came out and I, everybody was like that's fucking the dumbest stuff ever and i was like that's cool but, <laughs> i had yeah, a I, uh the first gen 91 ford explorer i uh, 92 yeah it was 92 it was 92 the first year yep eddie bauer in uh hunter in uh, emerald green and it was, oh, yeah. you, i have to be honest like back in the day it was a slick looking truck Everybody, everybody at my high school had the hand-me-down eddie bowers i had the uh i had a two-door Explorer, Explorer, yeah, those Sport, are good. Mm -hmm. stick shift, rare, 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 and Very I bought rare. it from uh, an enterprise on in Pasadena, like it was one a of those rental cars. Yeah, it was like a rental no that had like three miles on it because nobody wow. ever it fucking went. Do you guys have any stick shifts in Los Ford Angeles? Explorer Sports in Los Angeles. That must have been like the last ever stick shift car at Enterprise. I've never seen yeah. a stick shift a car. A stick in America shift Ford Explorer Sport, man. Yeah. It had no miles on it, but I'll tell you someone what. Someone ordered that shit wrong. They pulled one over on someone. <laughs> right. They yeah. ordered three hundred of these. Like <laughs> twenty of them are sticks, but like they won't know. Yeah, who? All right, which one of you idiots bought the twenty stick shift? I'll tell you right. The the worst experience you can have is a hill start on La Cienega and Sunset. In a Ford oh, yeah. Explorer Sport five speed, because you got dude. no handbrake. You got it's no handbrake. It's a foot brake. Yeah, 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 dude. A hill start on that thing. I got so fucking good at hill starts. You could get to the point where you just balanced it and it held just like a hill brake. And the clutch is just going. Oh god! <laughs> no. Did it have the, oh, the god, hand no. pull release for the oh, e brake? God, yeah. No. I learned how to do that in, the, in my dad's Scout. It was like you put the foot brake on, but then you have to like start slip the clutch and pull the thing at the same no, time. No, that's what you but were then doing. You do a burnout. Wait, but did yeah. they, was it a pull release or click on, click off? Pull release. Okay, so that's better. Or at least right. you right. Right. some right. of them right. are click on click oh no off. you're right no it was it was like you put it back down to the floor and then right. it snapped then, back then up again right now you so you can't fucked. it's not like you can heel toe the clutch nope. and the parking no. brake no. that would, if you could like that would be Jesus. This is why fuck. you should always carry a cane. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, when my mom did the driving test in England, uh, and in England, I don't know if it's still true, but back in the day, if you 
If you took your driver's test on an automatic, your driver's license indicated that you were not legally allowed to drive a five-speed. Now right? you that's can't do that shit in America. That's how seriously that's they fascism. Took it. Total fascism. Yeah. So I don't care that did, I don't know how to do it. I want to be able to do it. Doing it anyway. <laughs> when she did her hill test, the the instructor Skills? got out. No. Enthusiasm. This, that's, it's, it's enthusiasm my right. makes up for skills every time. My my the instructor got out and he put a matchbook behind the rear wheels of the tire and he said if you crush the matchbook you fail the test. Whoa! So your hill start had to be immaculate to the point of not crushing the fucking matchbook behind the wheels. That's pretty cool, right? I mean that'll teach the, teach, teach you how you. to drive correctly. And I, we also have lane discipline in England as well. I stalled. I did uh, driver's ed with a manual, and I stalled the car. The guy took me. It was like a Corolla, whatever. Takes me downtown Santa Cruz Friday night, uh, 8 p.m., busy. You weren't, you weren't embarrassed at all. I stalled five times. Yeah. No. The, right in front of the movie theater where everybody cruises by, but I don't think I stalled cars very much after that. But it was terrible. I don't believe terrible. in trial by fire like that. I don't really think <laughs> that that's the way to fucking teach somebody something. That's I how you scare someone out of doing some shit forever. I well, took, uh, then I bought a muscle car. And I was like, can't stall this shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just idle away. I took my test on a on a five speed, but my dad was like, refused to teach me how to drive because he knew it would end up in one of us killing the other one. <laughs> so he got me driving lessons, and it was like a driving instructor where the dude had the three pedals on his side of the car. Oh yeah. So he taught me oh, by cool. like by showing me like he would do it, and I would just sort of put my feet on the pedals. So I yeah. learned. Uh, that wow. way, I've never seen a driving instructor with, right? a, with, with, clutch. with a clutch. Pedal. Yes, wow, so, cool. so he had a clutch, a brake, and an accelerator. So he would do the pedals, and I would rest my feet on it, and I would get sort of like the muscle the memory sensations. of, of yeah. what the correct angles were. And I learned in fucking breakneck speed, and I did my test on a five speed on a, on a stick shift, and then you know lost fifth gear on I, the encore as really I drove cool. up. To <laughs> and he had a dick on his Piece. side. He taught you how to masturbate. Yeah, no, it's great. Time. Right. It was just uh, it was this weird thing about like spitting your hand and whatever that was all about, but. You know, I mean, listen, I could drive stick like a fucking demon. I could also give you a hand job while I'm driving. Oh, it got too real with it. It's that. amazing. Yeah. Now, our mandated high school driving uh, instructor had a Ford Taurus that just, it just had a brake on that side. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that's all it had. Yeah, this dude had all three pedals, which wow. I have never yeah, ever even imagined. That's really cool. Uh, one of my friends in college had the, uh, the Ford Taurus SHO. Uh-huh. That thing fucking flew, yeah, they were great. dude. That thing was gnarly. Yamaha designed uh, V6. Is that what that was? Yeah. Is there a uh, is there like a resale market on those things? Oh yeah, there's those, a collector. No. They're collectors now. <laughs> and Mike says Mike's no. Like, no. <laughs> and the reason I know this is we just had one up for auction. It's, it was a thirty-four thousand mile original. It was perfect. There wasn't a like the seats weren't even creased. Yeah. I think it went up to like eight feet per buck. How much? How much? You know, I mean, eighty-two hundred bucks. Oh. No. Yeah, yeah but like honestly though, that's like eight times the value of any other Ford Taurus of the period, that's even true. with thirty thousand miles on it. That's true. But I mean, there's listen, there's still it would it would make somebody a, for eight grand one of the best daily drivers ever. I mean, it's super comfortable. It's it's fast enough. Yeah. Fun. You know. What about the uh, so what was the Caprice one that was like the fancy Caprice? Mercury Pala SS. The, the SS mm, yeah. is that worth more than the SHO? They're financially, yes. Emotionally, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which one gets you more more looks at a fucking cars and coffee? The, the Impala, Impala SS. SS and Impala. if Larry hears this, he'll kill me. Is a fucking shitbox. <laughs> it's such a shitbox. It's such a shitbox that Jonathan Ward was hired to unshitbox one <laughs> at Icon. <laughs> 
No, he did, but it cost a million dollars. No. Yes, it did. He he built and sold a, a or he was commissioned to build a the goal was right to make a finished product that looks exactly like the stock vehicle but isn't a shitbox. That was the goal. And it cost a million dollars. Get the dollars. fuck out of here. A thousand percent, yes. That's, uh, where is it? That's it, right there. That's the finished what? product. That black car is the finished product. That is a one million dollar Chevy Caprice. You know what he had to do to do that, though? Dude, every, he changed everything. Everything on that car. Was terrible. That was made of plastic, which is everything, everything. he made out of metal. Every single I mean, thing. How much does it weigh at the end of the fucking it's day? It's not that bad because he used lightweight shit oh, okay. elsewhere. But like, Dude. He, he, he did uh, he did everything. Cool indicator. They stuck a shift indicator in the vent. Yeah, that yeah. is pretty cool. Pretty slick. Yeah, yeah the dot matrix. So, I, we had the, like the big muscle. Zach obviously remembers the big muscle battle wagon. Yeah, of course. What? Look and at that thing this thing. Bomb proof, but no, it's to, to unshit box the Caprice. Took a million dollars. Took a million dollars. <laughs> And look, you know and even John Ward will tell you, look what the finished look, product yeah, is like. The, the it doesn't even look that nice. No. It doesn't it even look that like It's terrible. matte black, which is very, very common these it days. Doesn't so it doesn't look stand terrible, out. but it looks invisible, which actually was the goal of the build. You need to find the owner of this and just go, why? He uh, wa no, he wanted this exact thing. This that's is actually this a pretty dope angle. Psycho wanted. He wanted to go really fast on the highway at night driving from place to place wow. undetected uh -huh. and he did and he wanted to to fucking stealth wealth it do you think he put the deposit down right before all departments switched to explorers and then he went <laughs> fuck god <laughs> damn it yeah, wow. I don't know why he went with. <laughs> it a takes Caprice. a million dollars to make that a drivable, decent car. Well, if you're re-engineering a vehicle right, like sure. properly, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. when people are like, "How come the car company didn't do X, Y, Z?" It's like because it's real hard right, and real expensive. Right. Yeah, and 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 you know, we know John Ward really well. It's that's not John stuffing hundred dollar bills in no, his pockets and yeah, running yeah. down no, the street. I've heard street that dude screwed. interviewed. He's like legit. No, like, yeah, the money that money went in the car, right? I He'll, bet you there isn't a ten percent margin on that on wow. that whole thing. I mean, the hours that go into that sure. kind of stuff—it's yeah. crazy. He'll make sure like the the paint just line like each fleck lines yeah. up like by yeah. hand with tweezers. I but mean, listen, if that's what you want, then listen, God bless whoever wanted it. And if you got the mm -hmm. money for it, sure. They got I mean, car—that's fine. You know, you could have done a lot more with a million dollars than. Than a matte black <laughs> fucking spray paint. You could build a pro a pro touring uh, Caprice for like twenty grand, <laughs> you know, or like a real high level one for like a hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, for a million. I don't know. Do, Zach, is just ask somebody to give you their that, so that would be your piece. That's true. Right. I would like to see this in person. Yeah, I do. I mean that that's, that low the low angle profile shot did look pretty mean, but there's a reason that they shot it in like a, a, a like a, a an angle. Jeez, every every door <laughs> handle and dash knob was made out of CNC aluminum and then anodized. They Jesus. scanned the parts, added subtle design details, and then remade them. Look, like, uh, just look at the quote above it. He said, "Once we realized that we would not be able to delete all." 9,329 stock plastic components. What? We focused on those the owner would most often touch, on the exterior trim elements, the ones that the eye is drawn to, such wow. as the door handles, hood ornament, and grill. So they were, their hope was to replace 9,329 plastic, plastic parts. <laughs> Fuck so me. your That's engine swap is adorable. Yeah, unshitboxing is like a 
You know what I mean? <laughs> it costs five hundred grand to unshitbox a Porsche. Right, you know, right, right, right. Singer, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's true. That's crazy. You could get a singer for that. You get two singers for the oh. price of one unshitboxed fucking yeah, Caprice. Yeah. Uh, so Joe Craver in the comments said that uh, John Ward explained the build on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, That's the one. The I owner's to. brother died in a plane crash, and so the owner just said he's never going to get on a plane again and needed to drive between businesses at night. Wow. Okay then. Well, All right. I mean, well, if that, you know what? Go if you got, if you got, yeah, if you got the money and the fuel. I mean, and, I mean, the emotional fuel. Go for it. That's an incredible way to spend a million dollars. Yeah, you know? it's not not what I would do, but all right, <laughs> not so bad. And you know what? Nobody's gonna know what it is, so I doubt anybody's gonna want to steal it. No, because it doesn't look like anything works. Yeah, no. I would walk right by that and be like, I don't. Want it doesn't yeah. even have fancy rims on it for crying out loud. I bet those rims are a lot fancier than they look. Yeah, yeah. they're probably they're way like more expensive. Steelies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It costs a lot of money to look this cheap. Jesus Christmas. Yeah. Like even if it was fifty grand for it's the like rims, it's still like sneakers that are pre-dirtied. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like the the the, the Japanese sneakerheads who are paying like twelve grand for a worn pair of, of Jordan ones or whatever yeah. it is. Fucking insane, man. Well, that's that's less weird than a brand new the, a dirty. Made to look dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For like four times the price. Like Balenciaga, the... whoever that company is, <laughs> Balenciaga. For, for those dick bags. <laughs> Jesus. I like Christ. how you pronounce it. Balenciaga. Balenciaga. Yeah, that's what it is. That's how we pronounce it moving if forward. You re, if you respelled that in a way that phonetically spelled that out, it'd be a good like username. Balenciaga. Like, like, yeah, like to make fun of influencers. <laughs> Balenciaga. Yeah, yeah, at Balenciaga. Just follow yeah, it's me. Not, it's like a, a shitty watch brand. <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm saying that in reverse, but the only thing I can think of is saggy balls when he says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a little yeah. saggy ballsier. Yeah, it's like an, an anagram yeah. of saggy balls. <laughs> My new company, Balenciaga. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram. It's all <laughs> shitty products you don't want. <laughs> I guess someone's got to pay for these hoes plane tickets, though. I mean, really. Come on. What are we talking about here? Someone's got to get to Dubai, right? It's a fucking, it's a million dollar Caprice classic right? I'm driving. You ever see them girls in Dubai in them bikinis? Thank you ever you. think about who was taking them pictures? Jesus. Yeah, exactly, huh? Was the guy there, writing the checks, me. There's an Instagram account. Gino called, with the jet, you know. What? There's an Instagram account called Name the Sponsor. You remember that? Oh, like that? yes. Dubai. Name your sponsor. And it was just some guy. Tag, no, tag your sponsor. Tag the sponsor. He's like, up. He blew up the you know models that would go to Dubai like, oh, I'm going here for vacation. And it was like, every four weeks. Tag your sponsor was a good one, yeah. yeah. I like that. And I liked Fake Watch Bus, though, was actually a really good uh, still, one. Uh, Is he still around. going? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he... He sort of dipped for a little bit, and I stopped following him. And I, is he back? Yeah, fake okay. watch. I think I think the original fake watch buster. Yeah. Passed the account on okay. like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so now it's like the third yeah. iteration of Fake Watchbuster. Yeah. Like now it's, it's fucking. But there was just some drama. Like if you go down, like they yeah they bust mad uh, mad rappers. And mad players. rappers. And uh, go go down on this uh, page. Uh, I think there was a, a thing, right? One, there was some drama like yeah, a couple yeah. weeks ago because there's a dealer in San Francisco called HQ Milton. That maybe it was on another one of my bust pages. There was a dealer that was selling a, a Daytona for a lot of money that turned out to be fake. No and, way. And fake watch buster 
busted him, and it was an no. Oh, and he made he had to like yeah, to like take it down and be like, sorry, we'll fucking scrutinize oh, our shit. Yeah, wow. no, it's, it's, uh, but I tell you what, dude, the the, the fucking guy knows his shit. It's yeah, so yeah. crazy. Like when he was busting, however you pronounce that fucking awful Audemars Pagaget or whatever the fuck those stupid things are called. Audemars Piguet. Yeah, yeah, those ones. I have one of those. I, I know you do. Uh, <laughs> this is really, this is a really expensive so, watch. It's so an he, awesome watch. But he would go into it and like be able to nail how the cuts were wrong on the way that the circles were against the yeah. numbers. Like it was insane how much this dude knows. Not only what he knows, but what he can pull from a photo. From a photo. The, I mean, it's like yeah, yeah, like an Instagram I can post. See that this is just the wrong. Right, right. Size the six isn't like, the right what? thickness of the lettering yeah. on it. It yeah. was crazy, man. I've I've stopped complimenting people's watches at car shows because I've I complimented someone's watch once, and then my friend Spike came out to me and he was like, "Hey, man, just that's so you know, that's a fucking fraud. No. That's a yeah. fraud of Mars that he's wearing. Oh, it's supposed to be a fraud. Fraud of Mars. Yeah, we call it Clever. a fraud of Mars. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so I've stopped complimenting people's watches. I won't even because I yep. just don't want to be the guy where this dude goes home and goes, oh, Matt Farah, couldn't even tell I got my fake, <laughs> my fraud of Mars piglet." <laughs> Whatever those are called, Frodemar's piglet. <laughs> uh, so, so Bell and Saggy is going to start offering uh, Frodemar's piglet watches. Come on over and pick one up. They're sixty k a piece, but they're handmade we by a machine. To, uh, Thailand, you could get some pretty passable. Uh, f- the fakes are very good now. Are they really? Yeah, you. I mean, you you could wear a fake into a room full of watch enthusiasts, and if you didn't take it off your wrist right, and let right, someone right, right. really get up in there, they'd have no they'd idea. And I, even my friend Cameron Weiss, a fucking watchmaker, I brought in a fake that a friend of mine had, and he straight up said if he saw you wearing that at a bar, like he would never be, unless you took it off right. and looked right. at the movement yeah, on the yeah, back, yeah, yeah. he's like, I'd never be able to tell that. Yeah. And that was like a $1,500 fraud of Mars. That's where shit is stupid. Right. Like, this is a person who has enough money to buy a $1,500 yeah, watch. Yeah, come on, man. And instead of buying like a very nice watch, yeah, yeah, sure. they buy a fake $25,000 right. watch. Like, that shit is That's stupid. That's like as removing hell. your mag strip from your regular Amex and then you glue it to like a graphite <laughs> yeah. one you buy on eBay. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I am so yeah, you, cu- that's you that's cut the strip off your Amex gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like glue it <laughs> to, to a, a black. piece of fucking metal. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, that's ambitious. I feel like that person's going to get in trouble. Like, they're going to get themselves into the wrong club and then go, oh, fuck, I can't afford anything. Right, yeah. Like, not, I, shouldn't oh, be, oh. I shouldn't be in this room. Right. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Well, well you see... Back to the tempo with the fake cell phone. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Someone's having an emergency, be like, oh my God, let me use your phone. He's like, oh. Eventually, ah. that lie runs out. Yep. Yeah. You're going to hit a wall. You're going to hit a wall on that lie for sure. You know, my favorite my favorite story of perpetuating a lie like that, that I've told a million times, but just in case you haven't heard it, here it is again in short. Gotham Dream Cars, 2005. <laughs> a guy who I won't name, but who was a very nice person, got an entry-level rental from us. Half day in a Lamborghini Gallardo. Half day rental. And then the next week, another half day, then another half day, another. And he did for like a couple months, he did a half day rental two or three times a month for a couple months. Well, you could see where this is going. Sure. He met a girl with yep. the car and then he had to mm-hmm. fucking keep up the lie. Amazing. Amazing. Right. right. Well, one day at Gotham, we had two yellow Gallardos. One had a full black interior. One, The other one had yellow <laughs> inserts on the seats. We know how this ends. Well, one day... One of the cars was in the one he got he liked was in service. So we brought him the other one, and he got very upset. Yeah, he's like, I can't and do this. He, he told the girl, I don't know something, whatever. Right, right, right. 
But ultimately, he got engaged to the girl, and rather than come up oh, with no. fucking anything else, he bought the car. No. To keep the lie up. Are he you bought serious? The, yeah, he bought the car. Used used fucking rental car with like forty five thousand miles on it, <laughs> yeah. and he well, bought it. Oh Twenty God. of those miles to with keep him. up his story. Wow. <laughs> How much do you? I was. What was the I mean, cost of a? What's a half day rental on there back then? In 05, it was nine hundred plus tax for Jesus. a half day. Yeah. Oh. That's an expensive <laughs> chick. That's an expensive chick. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'd gotten you know ten or fifteen half day rentals, and right. then he, and then he bought the car. So he spent like wow. almost twenty grand on rentals. But like, think about how many stories. I, honey, I sold the car. Yeah, no, there's a million ways out of that. What's well, nice and clean, right. isn't right, it? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Unless yeah. you're not married yet, you could do that. <laughs> it might have been though that she was like. Think she really liked it? She was really quite something when she yeah. was in that car. Do you think he thought it was a good <laughs> luck charm? Could have been. And, and I mean, it got her that one. It, it got her him. Another I mean, one. He yeah. got her. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. It like, got him. Had her. To have come out at some point. He had to have told her. I was just fucking with you. I don't no. know, man. Well, I don't know. No one who out, worked right? at Gotham at that period in time ever told this dude. And as far as I know, he does not listen to this podcast. And I've never <laughs> said his name before, even though I know right. it. You know exactly I who think, he is. I think the only way he could come clean on that is if it's like Indiana Jones, where he swaps in the sandbag <laughs> True, for the gold. Go. Yeah. And he has to yeah. make enough money where he tells her the truth, but she's okay with it. You right, know? right. It's like, ah, yes, I did, but I have a million dollars now. She's like, okay. I mean, that would that would suck that you're, you're marrying a chick who who's not cool enough that you could tell her the true story and not have her yeah, be like, that's right. amazing, you dickhead. Right. I mean, it's, you a, know, you know it's, listen, listen. What's that? It's the kind of person who's comfortable renting a Lamborghini for half days at a yeah, time yeah, yeah. for $900 yeah. a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a person who needs an outfit. By the way, I was wondering this if I could borrow, can borrow the Porsche for a couple of hours this afternoon. I got a, uh, I got a, I got a date. I got, it's I got up in the shop. It's at Marcos. I got to tell a chick I own a fucking purple safari with, uh, with bus <laughs> interior. I already committed to the lie. You want to I already it? committed to this lie. Hey, uh, I showed her hey, a picture. Matt, I've told this I've told this person that your car is actually I've told Giselle Bunchen that I'm driving a Purple fucking safari. <laughs> if you had evidence of that, I would. Yeah, I you would, would contribute. Lend it? Yeah, nice. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I would <laughs> contribute to your life. You have enough car friends. You have enough car right. friends all over California that That's you can like, perpetuate that life. You I can come to San Francisco and be like, I just dude, bought this really cool. Car That's true. I could perpetuate the myth that I have the gnarliest car collection on the on the West Coast. Between you and Camisa and fucking Farah, yeah, I'm going from Lambo to Lotus to you, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have options, and then I'll just show up in the uh, in the Delica. That's my <laughs> that's my poon window. I'll be like, look at this thing, baby. <laughs> that shows you're grounded. Yeah, it, <laughs> but it's on the other side of the. I'm driving. She's impressed because I'm driving on the other side of the car. That's how that one gets you. She's yeah, like, you want to impress a, a girl on a date? You got to go JDM in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Or you just get them really confused. Either way. That, that too. I feel like the whole thing, they'd be like, your apartment is a one-room apartment, but you have seven cars, but they're parked Dude, all over the state. how good would that be? Yeah, yeah. What's happening, <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. And you do a music show yep. on the internet. Yeah, yeah. But you, uh, right. you, you drive, you got 17 cars. So like, you're uh -huh. definitely a drug dealer. Yeah, right, yeah, right. That's for how sure. That works. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm just really grounded and I don't need a lot of place, a lot of space to live in. Well, that's it. I you need know? one room. One yeah, room, that's true. That's a good walls. point. 
Like, uh, like definitely seven or eight cars. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need much. I would bed. rather spend the money on cars <laughs> than on an apartment. I just need or a house. A, that's fair. A boat right? with Most a, a plane on it that's full of cars. <laughs> <laughs> an helicopter. Look, I'm a humble one. If I had that, I could live in one room of that boat. Yes. Yeah, you know, I would only need, one, need one room on the 500-foot <laughs> yacht that has the plane on it that's full of cars. Yeah, the rest yeah. of it is cars. Well, dude, totally. <laughs> so Aisha and I always go back and forth. Like, if we see, like, a big boat, I'm like, could you live on that? She's like, nah, I can't live on that. Like, I'm, I'm like, that's 87 feet. Yeah, yeah like, you could live on that. Gonna, dude. You know, I could live on that. Y'all could live on that. But, like, you know. Yeah, I could, I could probably live on a 30-foot s- sailboat down in the marina. You could. It would oh. feel roughly like my apartment. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, as, uh, we've got our, we did eight people on a foot f- Boston Whaler. Yeah, boom. <laughs> we just did. We've done eight people on a fifty-foot catamaran. Yeah, and that's like totally comfortable totally. Yeah, and yeah. not bad. And you it's could great. do that basically indefinitely. Yep. Yeah, with a water maker, you could do it totally indefinitely. It's Long- a cheap way to live in L.A. too. We uh, I shot a thing with Porsche, and we had a chase boat, and the guy who drove the chase boat was like twenty-four, uh-huh. and he was a. Uh, I don't know, worked at the marina or whatever, but he's like, oh, yeah, when I was going to school down in L.A., I rented a broken sailboat for, like, 500 a month in the marina, fixed it, and then flipped it. So for a couple of years, he had the cheapest rent of any student, basically, yeah. in the area, and yeah. he could tell chicks yeah. that he lives on a boat yeah, and then, marina, you know, take boat. the ocean. Yeah, he was selling Crockett. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't, Sonny Crockett had an alligator on his boat. Man. <laughs> I think that was fucking dope before Elvis, our time. You got to have that alligator because of the implication. Uh, what? Nothing. <laughs> All right, fine. No one's going to. No one's going to go along with my it's always. The Sonny implication. Right. <laughs> Zach, do the people have anything? We do. We got. We have got a huge donation with a question okay. and uh, some other just oh. general. Oh yeah, we did. Hundred bucks. All right. Uh, Miguel says, Christian, give me some thoughts on modern metalcore. Modern metalcore. What's metalcore? Yeah, I mean, first What's, off, I need, a, I need a definition of metalcore. Hang on. I'll, I'm going to Google um, what bands are metalcore. Uh, I, d- I will say that... I, uh, that. I don't either. I, uh, my, the, my favorite thing that I've recently found out is uh, I, did a, I did a Meshuggah uh, breakdown on the air uh, on my, my Instagram <laughs> show, and uh, I, I reviewed Meshuggah to get some information, and I found out... That the genre that Meshuggah fits into is called, it's spelled D-J-E-N-T. Oh, yeah, gent. Junt. 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 And the reason it's called junt is because the guitars go junt, 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 junt. Yes. So it's actually a genre called junt, which made me so happy because that's the most ridiculously awesome thing ever. That's kind of like a genre called doo-wop. Because yeah, because <laughs> it sounds like do up yeah, the sound. So metalcore. Uh, yeah, who fits into metalcore? Oh, as okay. I lay dying, yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah, on an alphabetical yeah. list Please here. Please continue. Yeah. Bullet for my Valentine. Yeah. I'm only saying the ones that I that yeah. I. Uh, well, so far I hate Coheed all of those. and Cambria. Ooh, now okay, now we got one that I dig. Um, That's uh, interesting. The metalcore is it's. Uh, I, so I think here's my problem with a lot of that stuff. Kill switch engage. Sorry. Kill switch engage. I'll go for for sure. They're <coughs> badasses. My my thing is the same thing that I have with a lot of current stuff is that there's too much fixing, and mm. if you don't do a lot of fixing, I don't care what your genre is. You're you're good with me, but I think that bullet for my Valentine uh, and Atreyu and those is a lot of repair that is going on, and I don't like. When you open a session and you get into it and you realize that the whole fucking thing has been, all of the humanity has been vaporized by it. But if you can play your instruments and do the thing, like that was my problem with initially with Meshuggah, 
is Meshuggah didn't, the drums are bananas, and it was all programmed on a, on a computer. And so I was like, man, it's kind of fucking bullshit. But then I read that the drummer then took a year of his life to learn how to play exactly the way that he had recorded it to the point where he had to learn how to minimize his hand and arm movements and his leg movements to maximize his caloric burn on the show because he couldn't make it all the way through (laughs) playing at that fucking level. And he also had to work out like a cliff bar. He had to go into (laughs) He had to work out at like a fucking like an IV into the back of his neck. He had to work out how to go into. He does. Yeah, it works. He does breathing exercises to get himself into a meditative state to be able to play it. And when you watch the videos, he literally looks like he's in a meditative state. Really? And the only thing that's moving is his arms and his hands. That's and I weird. was completely fucking floored by that. So once again, I'm I'm into. Any genre of music, if you can play your instruments, and if uh, you know, I know that Treyu Live are, are are pretty badass, but some of that stuff is, you know, like there were harder, cooler versions of it the first time. Okay, uh, Tune Squad says cake or pie? Fucking pie. pie. Which band? Which which band is pay? pie? Oh, yeah, uh, I pie. Like, I don't like cake. The band no, no, that pie. Much. Pie is great. I don't like talk rock. Pie. <laughs> the like, other, another the other one, the common people. I don't like that. I don't like talk rock. You don't like talk rock. I don't like where there's just a thing and the guys just fucking. Yeah, talking. I don't like rap that's not anywhere near rhyming. <laughs> yeah. Like you can take a couple breaks, but when right, it's right. just talking, like now we're almost doing an essay. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Strife says, Christian, why is I'm paraphrasing, please? Why is Call Me Maybe so fucking good? Uh, Call Me Maybe is so good by Carly Rae Jepsen uh, because it's uh, it it's a masterpiece on so many levels. It's a masterpiece in the way that it's constructed. It's a masterpiece in that once you hear it once, you can never unhear it. And you know, to write a song that is that ubiquitous and that you know much of a of a smash worldwide is a very 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 difficult thing to do. The story of it is incredible. The people that make it up is incredible. The dudes that worked on it is incredible. It's just start to finish, every aspect of it is mind blowing. And then when you pull it to pieces, it it only gets better as far as I'm concerned. Perfect song. I listened to it. It is good. It is actually. a perfect song. I'm, <clears throat> Uh, Cucifer, I guess. Quisifer? Cucifer? Uh, I've had my Evo 9 for over 10 years. It used to be my dream car, but generally I prefer my MR2 Turbo. Is the Evo a car to hold on to? I'm afraid if I sell it, I won't be able to replace it if I change my mind. P.S. Christian Hand rules. No, thanks. Uh, That's a good question. I mean, I agree with the second (laughs) half of it. If you sell it, you won't be able to find one that you like as much as the one you have now. Yeah. Correct. I, I would yeah, say don't if you don't ever sell your dream car. Yeah. Unless, I mean, if you really need like the money, I get it. But, like, if you have somewhere to keep that car, yeah. like, Store once it. you have it, keeping it probably for 10 years, it's, like, probably, like, paid off. Right. Like, you know, yeah, it, 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 I would hang on to it. I would definitely Not hang to on mention, to it. now that STI prices are defying nonsense, they're defying reason. Like it may appreciate in value in a little while because like people love Evos, they drive amazing. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I wouldn't do it now if you're gonna sell it, sell it later. If it's modified, you can return it to stock and appreciate how good it was stock, and that's a thing you can do to like it again. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Breathe some more life into that relationship. It does work. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would say keep it because mm-hmm. if you've got a great clean Evo, like you know. Like ten years means you probably bought it like almost new. Like you know the history of that car. Sure, that's yeah. the problem with yeah, any wanna... tuner car. Right. 
beaten no, to shit. Into yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 You can't, you can't, you know, that history knowledge is hard to replicate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and expensive sometimes. <laughs> I regret getting rid of my uh, Series 2 MR2. The round one? Yeah. Yeah. I They're love great. that car. T roofs. They're very good. It's perfect. I had a wicked system put into it. It was so good. Bazooka tubes? No, no, like real. I had, I had, uh, I had kicker boxes made that fit over the little thing, that, so I could get both of the T roofs behind the passenger seat, and then I had a twelve kicker box custom built that fit behind the driver's seat. Oh wow! And then I had the two little ledges that the T roofs. You're tall. You gave up seat room in an MR2 for Dude, speakers. You didn't, you didn't need it. Like because I had it, what I did was I had the box designed so it fit perfectly up against the back oh, of the yeah, seat, right. uh-huh. and then it was designed that it poured it out of the side, so it used the, com- the 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 closeness to the seat, the proximity to the seat, as part of the way to make the fucking base bigger. And then I had the little ledges pulled out and re had them rebuilt so the amps could go inside there, and there were neon tubes yes. inside. Dude, it was Jesus. so oh man, that MR2 ruled. <laughs> And then I sold it like an idiot, and you know what I got? Instead, I got it. Got I replaced it with a Prius. No, I replaced it with a two-door uh, Ford Explorer oh, Sport five-speed. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> God damn it, moron! Damn yeah, it! Yeah, I love that car. Hold on to that car, my friend. One. If you're, you're willing to drive on yeah, the right side, you can get it. For no, us. I mean, if I was going to get another car to fuck around with, like you guys do, I would. I would get something that's a little, a little cooler than that. I wouldn't Classic put, mini. Yeah, like something doper. You know what I'm saying? Or just go for like my Jeep if I was going to have a second car. Yeah. You know, also cues for thank you for your very generous donation. Yeah, yeah, buddy, appreciate it. Appreciate uh, Tune it. Squad, who makes who's got the best best looking full model lineup? Best looking. Uh, 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 I think Mercedes is doing really good stuff, dude. There are so Audi, many. Audi, Audi, Audi is pretty good. ugly right now. Yeah. It's, it's not, not BMW. I can tell you no. that. Yeah, oh, no, BMW gosh. is. Uh, BMW and Cadillac are at the top of their burning their. Uh, I think the lyrics pretty good looking. I the think what? the lyric, the Cadillac lyric. Yes, the, lyric. the, the EV uh, SUV that's coming out. Oh, is that a yeah. thing? Yep. L Y R I Q. Oh, it is. Can I ask a question? Yes. <laughs> there are. <laughs> yes. There are uh, how many Alex Range Rovery the lyric the lyric yeah lyric, actually I do I like that a lot how many different Mercedes can you get a lot a lot right how many classes oh, of Mercedes A class B class C class C L A class right B L S G L B G wagons wait hang on hang on G L B G L C G L E G L S then E S <laughs> yeah. S L right AMG GT two door there you go. AMG GT four door right, right. SLK yeah. SLK yeah. right is it still do they still make the SLK they might they might not also uh, let me scroll down uh, real far on their page what, what am I missing CLS <laughs> CLS and then Maybach right and then G wagon yeah. And then I each think of that might be all of them. There's no that SLK, was a 12, no SLK anymore. No, no, dude, that's, that's 17. That's 17. Look at the website. That's 17. This is did I get all of them? I think I did. Six, eight, look, 11, 14, like 17, look. 20, 21. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 keep going. Convertibles. 26, Damn it, we forgot. 27. Yeah. 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 20. Now they've separated. It's a unbelievable. Ways, there's a like, lot of Mercedes. There's so many Mercedes. There's a lot of Mercedes. But, and every single one of them is pretty forgettable. 
I mean, a lot of them are, especially when you make them all silver on this. On their website, it's, all of them just I mean, being silver is That's their helping. color, right? That's, I know. Yeah. But is that their color choice? We have the G-Wagon next week, I mean, which I'm excited for, the new G-Wagon, actually. <laughs> especially because in L.A., 100% of the new G-Wagons I've seen have been AMGs, yep. which is dumb Yep. to get a G-Wagon that's an AMG. I asked them, what is the most off-road ready one? And they have yeah. a... Well, an, uh, a 550 with the quote smaller wheels, which I think are 20s. Oh, dude! But and more like regular <laughs> tires and stuff. So right. actually, it'll be like a little more what that thing should be. I'm doing. interested to see because I've never actually even been in one, but I'm just interested to see what the fucking hype is on those things. I think I even text, texted you. There's not a lot of hype, man. It's I well, understand. it makes you. It's like it kind of gives you an excuse to be a dick. Like you get in it. And you all, when you close the door and it's that bank vaulty door, <laughs> you don't. Some do. Some do. Yep. Valid. It makes you want to go whoop and like, you the, know. The G wagon is the one hour self defense class that you got for free at work, <laughs> and now you think you know how to fight people. That's good. That's very good. <laughs> that's what it is. And the AMG oh, like hilarious. the AM, AMG that with like good. the pipes that stick out the bottom yeah, of it. Like cool that and fucking, sound good. Like, I mean, I, I just took a G wagon AMG off roading and I dented those pipes. Well done. That's what they deserved. <laughs> they deserved that. We had one back. I think I mean, Dan, Dan Neal when he came to the the Playa House, yeah. he brought one, and we just drove it up and down behind the airport. And I just remember going, what? Like, yeah. I was so confused by, I didn't know where I was heading because the, the steering wheel and the front wheels are, like, separated by email. <laughs> and it was fast, but I was so tall that I didn't feel scared, but I should It didn't right. make any sense. No, it when you have when did they the wheel turn. The last generation? Built in the mid-70s? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, 76 maybe, 77, something like that. Forever. But it that, was like the old Land Rover, where it actually had a function, and it, the reason that it looked the way it do. did. They still do. They still. Yeah, but it's like they fuck. still build a, like Swiss and German military do trucks versions? on the same line. Right, yeah, right. Same, same line. But now it's turned into a luxury fucking thing, where you, you know, yeah. it's kind of like all of them. Like, the, I was really bummed at the new Defender. Like the new Defender is a is a luxury SUV. Like nobody builds like a, the old. Well, look. In fairness, yes, they do. They're called Jeep Wranglers. Right. And the Bronco is coming Four out. Runner. The Bronco. Bronco is yeah. legit. Forerunner is fucking ancient. You can yeah, buy but they're the still not like, year old is it the truck. safety thing that's made yes. them have to yeah. be yeah, yes. like yes. less brutal yes. in like, there? And not just inside. Yeah. Pedestrian impact. Right. Okay. And yeah. the market yeah. demands it. They're like, I mean, old Wranglers drove like shit. You know, they're really sturdy and they're yeah. good at off-roading. But I remember I drove one in 2002. My friend had one that was super modified and- Turning, I couldn't believe how many times I was turning the steering wheel and how little the front wheels were turning, and I just I felt so disconnected from where right. I was going in a parking garage. Yeah. Kind of sucks. Like up until the most recent one, when I drove them on the highway, it was like you were Terrifying. constantly monitoring it like yeah, an yeah, old car. Yeah. So people wanted it to be better than that. But with these cars, it's 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 just like the luxury market. They know where the market is. The mar- yeah. market wants to buy something nice and expensive, and that's where it is. Yeah. yeah. People really like boxy driver. shit. They really like like right. there's some I don't know Hannah doesn't like G wagons my wife but she really likes like squared off vehicles and like laments the fact that like pretty much everything is round. Does she like the Lancia? 
Oh, the Delta Integrale? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah, it's like, that's the, I mean, she looks. She drives she, a she, 1991 she van. Wagoneer, if that's the case, my God. She, no, she, lo- she, she does love Wagoneers. Wagoneers. When yep. she, like, or the, whatever the next, like, major big milestone is, there, there may be a Wagoneer in Hannah's future. She also, which is very much better for me than Wagoneers, she also really likes um, E30 convertibles. Mm. And an E30 oh, okay. convertible automatic, because she doesn't want to drive stick, is a kind of thing that will remain affordable mm-hmm. because the real yeah. enthusiasts all want the sticks. Yeah. So you right. know, so that may be in the future. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe I'll just have our boy over at Icon build me a spare a, 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 a spare million a Jeep CJ7 unshitbox. He, he, he doesn't yeah, yeah. unshitbox yeah. CJs. No, he. You know what? He won't touch. He won't touch Hummer H1s. Good. And he won't touch Land Rover Defenders. Will not. Oh, really? Yeah, he won't do it. Why won't yeah. he touch the Land Rover Defender? Too shitty to unshitbox. Wow. Not, he say, he calls really? it not so possible. Yeah, I was wow. going to say, shittier than a Caprice? Yeah, what? yeah. I think, I think, well, I think probably because he was relatively certain he would only ever have to do one Caprice. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. If he did a defender, a bunch of people would line up at his door. That's what he said. My turn. (laughs) Yeah, he said that on the Rogan podcast. He was like, that was, I kind of fucked myself with the the Broncos or whatever it was. He's like, because I did one and then a couple others, and then everybody was like, I want one of those. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. That's how his life works. What about those? Like, if I get one of those, like, you know, reconned kind of like down, like down by you, there's a place 300 in, grand. In, don't uh, buy one from uh, one of that uh, from that place. Yeah, yeah. Nah, no, no, you don't no, want one of those. No. I mean, not necessarily, but they're they're expensive for right. what those trucks okay. are. They're cool because they're simple, but they have they they are built like shit. Are like, they? Uh, yeah, they're pretty terrible. Like there's just they're they're, <laughs> they they're prone they're really prone to rust and like I don't know, man. They were like slapped together. Uh, mm. We shot a video with Sam Smith and he drove a really nice like museumy one, but he got under it and put on a lift and he was like, "Here's all the places they rust because it's yeah. just pressed together steel." Oh, and other things like Mike, you can probably speak to it more, but they're not they're not good. Right. But it's a bummer because they look cool they're as fuck. Junk. They're junk. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, junk. Yeah. No, you want the one like but, Mike's got. His is like a nor- his is just like a little short F one fifty with a cap. Oh, dude, on that it. thing is ridiculous. Nineties like Bronco, oh, yeah. that's what's up. But I, the only way I want one of those though is I want to pull the back off of it though. I want it. I, I, you I want it. Oh, I want you it. Can. Yeah, yeah. How I want it without that. Is it? Is it? What is it? Allen keys or something? No, it's to a get nightmare. That thing off? It's a pain in the dick. No, right? yeah. it's not that bad. Yeah, there are there are three screws on each side, and uh-huh. then you literally just lower the rear window, and it lifts off. You need two people to lift it off, but like. As a daily, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you, do you have to, you have to get one of those stands like yeah, the like the black one the right there, the yeah. black joint. Yeah, yeah, I could go with that and take yeah, the I back of that. Is, that. I think that is his truck. Is that my truck? It might be your. It's truck. got a red. No, no, yours is a ninety-six, no. right? Mine's a ninety-six. Yeah, yeah and his is the eighty Bauer. No, his isn't Eddie. Like, Yours is no, not Eddie Bauer. It's just oh, it's XLT. XLT. It's black. It's very black. Wait, you got a black one? Is that the one that I didn't see this one then? No, you got a black one. Yeah. See, and his has the same the chrome anything. wheel covers on. Yeah, that's it. dope. Large things. That's right. I was I yeah, I, I, I was looking now, at these like, for a minute. These are our, these things are kind of dope. Wrong one. The, I good, mean, you the obviously want now, the white, the, the OJ the white. Dude, a white one sold for ninety thousand dollars two weeks <laughs> ago. Gone through the right? roof, Mike. Really? What's going on with the price yeah. of these things? I bought my like I bought mine for ten grand with 98,000 miles and I feel like I got it the day before everybody was just like these are ridiculously great because I mean they're good but they're not right it's a $10,000 truck it's not a $30,000 truck are they going for 30 grand now at least for a really good one (sighs) stupid yeah I have a buddy that sold one with uh, Fifty-six thousand oh, nice. miles on it, and he sold it for thirty-two. Yeah, Jeez. I mean, look, um, I, but it's it's kind of obvious why, right? Because SUVs are what we just said; they're becoming, 
you know, as the the general public demands that SUVs become more car-like, right. softer, mm -hmm. easier to live with, there will always be a niche market for clean examples sure. of quote authentic original right, right. that makes sense trucks. Yeah. yeah. Like the real thing. And yeah, I, the I Wagoneer honest, led like, the way on this by right. by a decade, yeah. by the way. Yeah. It, what, what's up? Yeah. But like this thing, this has four-wheel anti-lock brakes. It's got an airbag. Like it's got it's it actually drives it drives normal. Like it just drives like a normal truck. Yeah, but body but on frame is a thing that doesn't even exist anymore. No, exactly. And off-road, I gotta admit, off-road the thing's a fucking beast. Like it it's it's really good. I mean, because well, it has like sixteen inch wheels. Yeah, it's 15-inch wheels. Are these 15s? Yes. Look at all that sidewall. It looks so wheels. good. Yeah. So, so much good. sidewall. Yeah. But it's a good it's a good old lump of a truck. And if, if that's what you like and I happen to, then, you, then you're a happy person. If you don't like it and you want all the bells and whistles, go buy something. No. Well, it's of the time period, though, where most of the time you can pretty much just put the key in it and turn it. You're going to have air conditioning that works. Right. You're going to have, you know, you can count yeah. on it as a, as a vehicle. Yeah, it's dependable yeah. as fuck. My yeah. Ford Explorer Sport oh, was like that. Like, that thing was unbreakable. Yeah. So well, good. The best part was, like, I had one of the moldings on the window that, that cracked. And I literally went to pick and pull, and I found a 95 F-150, and I was like, oh, I'll just pillage all these molds, and it cost me $18. Boom. And, like, maybe a half hour of my time. There you so, go. So, like, it, it, you could still get every single part for these things. So, like, why why not? Yeah. Right? Makes keep sense. on the road, keep them going, it's fine. That's awesome. What are you doing over at Hemmings? You want to talk about anything we're working on right now before we wrap this yeah, up? Yeah, sure. Yeah, man. Uh, we've got our auction, which is actually killing it. We've got a sell-through rate that's 86%, which is kind of unheard of. Um, getting ready to do a whole bunch of video for 2021, have a bunch of new shows going on. We have one show, and I'll throw this out there. I need a van. Kind of van. a 1970 straight-up boogie van, right? Raked out, side pipes coming up. Think like of a Scooby van? Thing that if you had... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I need, like, the, the one with, like, the Death Dealer mural on the side. Uh -huh. Right? With, uh, I think you need like, to talk to someone one. at Rolling Heavy Magazine. Oh, Rolling, Rolling like Heavy Magazine is the is the magazine about vans that you have sex in. Dude. Yeah. For that's vans that fuck. That's what Rolling Heavy is. fuck. I love it. Yeah, so if anybody has one for sale in the California area between, Cal between uh, L.A. and San Francisco... Hit me up because I want one, and I'm 100 percent serious. I got the cash monies, so I got the cash money. <laughs> one of the first things I did when, when one of my dad's friends took me to a, a van show in England. I think it was at Earl's Court, and it was you know like 1982, so it was that era mm -hmm. of vans, and yep, we didn't we'd perfect. never seen fucking anything like that in England. You know what I'm saying? Like dragons painted on the side <laughs> of shit, and like. Fuck, dude. I have an amazing book somewhere. I'll see if I can find it. If I can, I'll send it to you, Must, though. Of like, and it was yeah. made in like 1982, and it's all the hot shit vans. There was one of them that had like yep. two wheels on the back, and then, you know, it was like a six wheeler. It was a fucking oh, yeah. three axle fucking oh, yeah. van. Just add some axles. Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> add yeah. some axles to taste. Yeah. Dude, it was a, with a fisheye fucking rear, the rear window oh, is like a fisheye. Boilers and fog lights. Incredible. Yeah, Incredible. I've got, I've got a neat project that we're doing, and I need, I need the right van. So if you have it and you want to sell it, hit me up. Let me know because right. I want it. 
I think okay. it's amazing that they've uh, greenlit a show called Fuck Van. I think that's fucking... That's, <laughs> that's really forward-thinking of the people at Hemmings. I'll give them that. That's very yeah. good. You really have changed the so, culture of that place, must have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think if I don't get fired at the end of this podcast, we'll see. But yeah, yeah, great, great. This week on Fuck Van, I got a 72 Econoliner with three fucking wheels on either side. It's you six know, that, axles. That show would kill. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it would really... Because you'd show the van. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd fuck and in the van. And then you'd fuck in the van. But you wouldn't you show go, the fucking. And you, but you'd, you'd show just come back. Right, yeah. No, then you'd just come back and rocking. review it. You'd review the water. That would be bed. so funny. If you, you're like, well, we were over here in this <laughs> position. There wasn't as much headroom as <laughs> no, I'd like. You know what? Doggy in this thing rattles. is killer. Right. I'll tell you what. You can get a good height on this, yeah. babe. It's really good. Yeah. Dodge could really learn something about shag carpeting on the wheel well covers, I think, here. Now, if these port windows are real, you can get someone's head in there for a little more room. Roadhead, a D minus. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. All right, the engine well, in the center. Maybe soften the rear springs. <laughs> there goes that show. Just torpedoed Mike's job. Yeah, what else you want us to kill for you, uh, Busto? It's easy. So fuck vans out. What's next? <laughs> next week on Poon Bikes, next we week got the uh, fuck truck. <laughs> hey, Musto, could you just stop adding fuck to the to the first part of any vehicle that's World's on the widest beds? <laughs> <laughs> and the, the home that truck point? bed water hot, hot tub conversion kit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Why? I can imagine Why filling up the filming the promos. All right, all right, Mike. Back to, back say, to, on Mike, say coming up on this episode <laughs> this week on Fuck Truck. <laughs> today on Fuck Truck. Coming right up on Fuck Truck. We turn <laughs> we turn an F one fifty into a rolling hot tub and then fucking it. Yeah, say it ten ways for ten different regions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's current, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Matt, what was the show that you wanted to do years ago with the strippers? Do you remember that? Oh, I mean, it was very simple. It was just called Strip Club Nightmares, and you. <laughs> yes, that was go. it. That's what it was. We would That's find right. we would find the worst strip clubs, and we would find strip we club found, experts. We found the worst one. We found I mean, that was one. it. Was based on it's us actually, actually finding that was the, the worst inspiration one. for yeah. it. Was I don't remember the name of it, but it was in South Bend, Indiana, and it was actually oh the worst I had ever been to. That's tough. During one lap, it was awful. Must have got me a lap dance from a girl that had a Dale Earnhardt Jr. tattoo. Not I mean, even fucking senior, <laughs> junior, the full face. Have you? Junior, <laughs> the it was, full and it was face. junior had the mustache. Nah, too. man. Uh, so this is in, in all honesty, <laughs> the, the, the the thing that bests that is the lap dance from the stripper with the bullet hole scar. Oh yeah, that is when you know that what? you have bottomed out. Yeah, dude, I got a I got a lap dance from a stripper, and I noticed that she had like a scar, and I was like, "What's that?" And she was like, "That's a bullet hole," and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, great." Does the, does the torch uh. lounge sound right? Mike? I thought it was Peach's show bar. Wasn't it something Peach's show bar? <laughs> I feel like it was something fire related. <laughs> it was a hundred percent made yeah. of unpainted cinder blocks. And there was a oh. dent. That's it. A hundred percent. Oh my god. That's it. And there was a dent in the. That's yeah. it. Yeah. There's a dent in the front door from that yeah, was made it. by somebody's head. This looks. Oh wow! Well, I missed. What the fuck I is heard, yeah, What is blood. next to it? Is that SL Premier? What is that? Uh, what is I don't the, know. Saint Saint Premier. That, is that can't be Saint Premier? Yeah, it's, uh, get, is it really? You can go and confess your sins. Remember that? Yeah. Maybe you're I was wrong about the cinder blocks. It's definitely shingle. But it's a shithole. Uh, Th this building now. looks like a <laughs> hot dog stand from the 50s, and they just boarded yeah. up all the windows where they sold hot dogs, and yeah. they just must have put poles in there. Because like, wow. yeah. it's like wooden it, red it. shingles. Yeah, it, it was it's a yellow building. It was so bad. 
It was very grimes. So I do not recommend. You can also get shingles there. You, wow, what was it called? You get a lot there. Torch, the torch lounge. <laughs> you get the a lot. torch lounge. What do the Google reviews say? <laughs> Four and a half stars. Your Google reviews. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, they. Uh, it's actually said, are they hiring? I really enjoy the salad and the French dressing they serve. Girls yep, are cool. Good, I guess I just good, like. That's, that's the best. Good. Girls review. are cool. I yeah. guess I just like the salad. Is actually the end of that review. <laughs> I hold on a second. It actually says, I really enjoy the salad and the French dressing they serve. Girls are cool. I, I guess. guess I just like the salad. You know, that's someone who's really in touch with themselves. Come for the girls, realize how terrible they are, stay for the salad. Oh my god. That guy god, walks in there for amazing. lunch every day and he looks around and he goes, Oh, you guys still doing this? Oh, yeah, and great. he just orders salad. Uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, what's still going got on the, there? You still yeah. got the French dressing, right? He yeah, gave the girl's it. like, Hey, how's it going? He's like, uh, Hi, yeah. He gave it five stars. Five stars for the dressing. God bless. Listen, listen, aspiring ship, strip club chefs, you can get a lot out of a salad. You can. You can get your start anywhere. God. Yeah. That's a no, wow. fantastic. In hindsight, I'm glad we didn't make that show. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine how terrible it would. You would have had like the Gordon Ramsay of strip club guys go in there and help to make it better. Was that the idea, or was it just to go through like the worst shithole strip bars on on in America? Uh, what? It was just you the gonna, worst. I just remember going out of there and going, "I've got the best idea." This is a one. This is a one star Mike, review. The best review I've ever read of a strip club. <laughs> says one star. If you have to, if, if you, you happen, happen to sustain a throat injury at this place, immediately purchase an iodine supplement and take it. You have thyroid nodules because your thyroid gland has been damaged. You can get iodine Luigi, Lugol solution at the vitamin shop. You might have to take it consistently for a week or longer. That is a one-star review from Tall Swede 80. Do you think, by the way, I'm so thought out. Do you think that person went to the torch lounge and got punched in the throat? <laughs> no, I don't think it was punched because for iodine you would need a cut. A throat so it, injury. Yeah, a throat injury. Like it wasn't hitting the throat. Inge like a throat that you injury. would reside. You would you would desire to have. Oh, by the way, uh, whoever said Alan C. Uh, Jerry Finn as a producer is amazing. Oh yeah, okay. Jerry Finn's great. R.I.P. Jerry Finn. Uh, Polar Bear says, uh, "Thank you for the content." Oh yeah, you're welcome. Uh, thank you for the donation. And last one, CJH. Yeah. Where do you more make ideas. content anywhere besides Instagram? People just want more of you. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to. So the reason I'm not going to do live shows or anything on TikTok is because the uh, the Instagram allows me to have uh, celebrities come in and immediately drop in like Nile Rogers and all those guys. And uh, Instagram just works really, really well. Um, but you, if you want to find more of what I do, the 20 minute radio show is archived on the, on SoundCloud. If you go to the session on air.com, there's a tab that says radio shows. And if you click on that, there's four years of 20 minute segments, uh, there. And, uh, if you hit me up on Instagram messenger, I will, uh, I'll send you the link to the, uh, the Dropbox archive as well. But really the best version of the show, to be honest with you is what I'm doing on Instagram. It's my favorite version of it. It's exactly what I always wanted to do as far as is concerned. And uh, I really, I'm really proud of it. I think it's, it's sort of, except for it not being in stereo, it is my, it is the perfect version of the show. Dude, you just put Sister Christian on the website? Oh, dude. Oh, I'm super excited to listen to Sister Christian on the way That home. vocal? 
I got this Jag F-Type with the fucking Meridian yeah, yeah. 900 Boom. watt. I'm there ready to do it. There you go. Musto is at uh, Hemmings. Doing it. At Hemmings. Yeah. If you got a yep. fuck van. Look for fuck truck. He the new show this season. <laughs> it's be fucking awesome. He wants to do it in Can the we, fucking actually, van. So, huh? Matt, can I throw out a plug for the podcast that you were just on for us? Yes. Go. So, go back and look at the Hemmings Hot Rod Barbecue podcast, of which Farrow was just on, talking about everything about the building that he's actually sitting in. Yeah, I think, we were oh, wow. I think we were supposed to talk about cars, and we ended up doing an hour on construction, which happens like yeah, a yeah. lot, actually. <laughs> Especially when you know a lot about construction now that you didn't uh, think you'd ever find out. Just enough to get myself into expensive trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you just sold two quads, baby. Yes, two I banshees. Did. I can sell it. <laughs> two 750 banshees. <laughs> two quads. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, gonna be an inside joke forever. <laughs> fucking two banshees. Yeah, That's With helmets. It was um, a fucking unbelievable deal. Yeah, Hemmings Hot Rod right. Barbecue. I'll do it again. Who else do you have on there? Tim Kaniskis. Uh, yeah, I know that. I know. I know that. Oh, and then Alana, our one of our favorites peoples. Alana Shear. She needs to come absolutely. back on the show. Uh, and yeah, the yeah. the auctions are doing well. Auctions are doing great. Classifieds are doing great. And we've got the whole media channel with new shows coming out 2021. So, yeah, we got a bunch going on. Sweet. All, all you got like, stuff. don't you have, didn't, were you saying you got like eight shows or some crazy amount? We've got, we've got six shows in 2021. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking bananas. Whoa. That's, that's a lot that, of, that's sun, a lot of, that Sunbeam Thundersnake. A Sunbeam Tiger with a fucking 427. Whoa. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, look at dude, the windshields right? on that. Like Batmobile windshields, like the dual. Cal, oh, somebody spent money on this that's thing. That's got to be nuts. Current bid, 50K. Believe it or not, we it's, get, be it's interesting. Time. Like, BAT gets some super high-end stuff. We get some really eclectic, custom-made stuff that's, that's like, that I've never seen anywhere. But the money that's being paid is insane. What? Dude, look I at the TR6, man. I would love that the TR6. Auction sites, I'll tell you what, dude. People, you know, it's the same, like, Amazon is successful because people are fucking lazy, right? You don't want to type right. in your credit right. card information on the mom and pop shots, yep. right? So car right. shopping got very concentrated on Bring a Trailer. And I love Randy. Oh, look at that and interior. I, you know, I like sure. the people at Bring a Trailer. But, like, I was just looking, you know, because I was being lazy, I sure. wanted to buy a certain type of car. And I set up alerts on Bring a Trailer. And when I saw one that I liked, I, I went in and I almost paid way too fucking much money. And the guy yeah. that the guy, I assume it's a guy, but I don't know for sure. The person who bought it paid way too fucking much. And I'm talking <sighs> an easy 20K too much. Wow, really? Yeah. That's By the time number. they wow. won the auction, right, right, paid right. the fees and get yeah. the car to it, it was an easy 20k too much for the car. And so I think more places to buy cars is good. What kind um, of investment would this be? How much of an idiot would I be to to buy a rare French blue TR6? I don't know. You're never getting parts I for mean, that thing. It, I bet you there's no, one guy who's not, fucking dude, 90 years old in LA who <laughs> can like, work right, on that yeah, car. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you got to yeah, get him to train absolutely. his son before he fucking dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you got to you got to convince his son to follow his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His son wants nothing to do with the family yeah, business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like Jiro, where he's yeah, yeah, son yeah. is like yeah. 60 and like just changing yeah. oil. <laughs> Dad, can I change a starter motor now? No. Oil. Not ready. Yeah. You got to earn it 17 years. 
Sushijiro dreams of sushi? Dreams of sushi. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, like yeah. 80 and his right. son's like 58 washing rice. <laughs> like, Dad, can I make sushi now? He's like, you're not no, ready. You're not ready. Yeah. Fucking shit bag. Washing Jiro. dishes for. Speak up again. I'll send you back to <laughs> no, Lug Nuts. Chris, Christian, don't buy that. That's no. not. It's not a good car. You shouldn't buy that. No. It's I a good looking car. I it's such a beautiful buy, buy looking car, though. Yeah, you should, buy, you should buy a 911. They're always good. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to. That's the next one on my roster is a 911. Have you ever owned a 911, yeah. Mike? When did you own an, oh, you owned, no. you owned the 928, but not, uh, but I no 911? I had a 944, yeah, 944 and the 928, but I, I'm honestly, I'm looking for a 996 Turbo now. Okay. That's very you. That's the next one. Yeah. yeah, I could see, I could see that. You, you look for the value and there's value there. That makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. It's a good car. All right. Reliable. Yeah. They work. They work probably plenty of people that work. I mean, you're up there, fucking Sharkies up there. They can make them things go fast as fuck. What's the uh, restored modified? Uh, <laughs> let's not just browse Hemingway. What's Classified the Toyota going the for that? What's the FJ40? You yeah. do not. You want to talk about fucking pieces of shit? Five hundred bucks. No, there's a, you're bidding. You're bidding against John Ward for that car. That bidding war, any bidding war oh, on is, an FJ is you versus John Ward. Is it really? This will be Yeah, expensive. he needs them things. He turns them into right, $300,000 yeah, 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 fucking but this, trucks. This also already looks oh, this restored. Looks, this one's yeah. too nice. Look oh, this that. is a really nice one. Okay, this is yeah. This will be hey, a lot what, of money is, and then a lot of money. What does Jonathan's car start at? Like, if you went in and you said, listen, I want a base, is there such thing as a base build there? Yeah. You know like, what I mean? They have, like, pretty much off-the-rack builds, like of an FJ. Oh, okay. You can get a two, I think a two-door... Off the rack FJ build is like two hundred thousand dollars. Jesus, wow! I mean, it is. That's amazing. It takes them a long time to yeah, make yeah. them. No, I mean, you I'm know? not saying that's yeah. oh, it's just incredible. It takes, them, it like, takes them any, and there's nothing that's like truly off the rack because you know you got to deal with the donor car too. So they have their own sets right. of needs. Right. You know, they're fucking amazing though. I've driven them. There's nothing like them. Really? It's a totally. It is it. The, uh, his cars provide a totally unique driving experience, experience that really? feels simple and straightforward, but very precise, well engineered, well thought out, and like much better than anything like a factory would have come up with. Yeah, yeah. They're they're wow. unique vehicles. They're if I if you have the money, they are worth it. I think, and the resale is very high on them. I'm sure you can sell you could sell one of those for what you paid for it right, at any time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, thanks for your time, dude. I'm sorry we kept you waiting, man. My bad. No, no worries. Man. Thanks for Our having bad. me again. I always appreciate coming on, man. Yeah, always good dude. to see you, Zach Christian. Always a pleasure. Yeah. We will do it in person next time uh, you can get down here. Yeah, it'll be lovely Bronco. to see you, too. Absolutely. Uh, we, are doing, uh, we are doing Fridays at noon, noon. Pacific. Uh, uh, Christian James Hand session on air from the Smoking Tire Studios. Yep. We don't know what songs we're doing next week, except one Chumba of them Wumba. will be Tub Thumper. Yes. hundred and ten percent. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. One will, yeah, which is fine. We will do Tub. <laughs> we will do Tub Thumper. And you will. Uh, so that's every Friday at noon, and it's only live. Yep. So you go to the session on air. Uh, Instagram page. It's there's only like two images on that page. It almost looks like it's a fake account. There's generally only one, which oh, is the, which one. is and that's Jonas, my video, the director of my TV show. And then the only other tile that gets put up is if I'm announcing the bands that uh, I'll be playing that day. Right. So so you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 
Thursday, Thursday at my place, and 11 a.m. Friday here at noon. And then Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, I also do it. And then occasionally, that's the reason to follow it, is that occasionally I will just be like bored shitless and I'll go on at 7 o'clock on a Monday just for shits and grins. So, yeah. And uh, look for uh, Fuck Truck uh, <laughs> next uh, next year at Hemmings. <laughs> We're going to be getting that show greenlit. It's going to be fucking amazing. This season on Fuck Truck. Yeah, baby. (laughs) The waterbed's tough to get purchase on, but I tell you what, once you get up and running, woof, it's all good. (laughs) It's all good. How much wood can she haul? (laughs) How how much wood can a fuck truck now? Wait, I got to, if I had hit this one less time, I would have been able to come up with something it's a long rhyme it's always the one yeah 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 to turn one whole rhyme into into another rhyme about fucking and trucks how much wood a truck truck truck, or a fuck truck could fuck wood yeah i mean i'm not really sure yeah how that would work i didn't really think it through i just dove in yeah yeah, you know pretty much the that's 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 that is your life in a saying pretty much though i said i wanted a van and it went right off the rails what a van you want to fuck another season of fuck truck is what you're looking at kid let's get that done the name sells it. It really does, you know. Oh. I mean, but see, as we take the U out of it, so it's F C K T R C K. Oh yeah, fuck truck. You well, know what I'm saying? Then, right. You know, because then it could be an app also. If there you, you go, fuck the vowels. <laughs> right. <laughs> then you're a because te- then it's a, you're a tech startup. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag, hashtag. You can hashtag and at fuck truck. Oh, at. at. <laughs> You're, you know what you're not going to get, though? I don't think you're going to make that license plate fly. No, you're not going to be able to get that. No, no, buy it. no, 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 no. All right, Mike. Say hi to Aish. Absolutely. Same to Hannah. Hopefully I'll see you all in person real soon. For Stay sure, safe. Man, for sure. Be good. That's our show, guys. I, that was a fun way to spend a Friday. Yes. Christian, thank you. Thank you for coming down twice. Pleasure. Pleasure, oh, my Down, friends. back. Down, and now back and now again. Back again. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the thick of Friday. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm going to get home Saturday at 4. Dude, you, you, need to, you might be getting on the Vespa life if you got to be coming down here every week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I know. feeling it. I know. All right. That's All our right. show. We'll see you bitches later. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. Good night. Peace. Have a good Bye, weekend. Guys.